hackers reportedly taunting the FBI, apparently calling investigators idiots. It is advertised as the biggest party in Dallas. Well, when most of the Metroplex is fast asleep, this young crowd is just getting started. I just don't understand why the city allows it to go on. The city of Dallas is not refusing to comment, just not talking at this time. Dallas Hackers Association after hours. Four, three, two, one. Hacker the planet. You're listening to Dallas Hackers After Hours for June 3rd, 2015. I'm your host, Whiskey Neon. I'm joined this month with Tinker, Waterfall, Isaac, One Line, Logic Works, Rage Chin, Rexer, and Ron Yeah. And we had a huge turnout tonight, uh, the biggest, like, in person. And we're still going by RSVPs, even though... Uh, <laughs> well, this came close to the RSVP. It was yeah, yeah. We had lower RSVP, but higher actually. Yep. I counted 38. Stop doing that shit, Isaac. No one asked for you to announce yeah. that on the podcast. Well, just because you're like, DC214, <laughs> you're a guest. <laughs> well, <it's just> <laughs> I can make it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for counting, though. We appreciate it. (laughs) But don't disclose it. (laughs) So uh, we had a decent number of talks uh, tonight. and but, but first, we have a really awesome announcement uh, that I'm kind of reluctant to even give this motherfucker the floor. Uh, Isaac, why don't Isaac. you let everyone know the good news? Yeah. So, yes, about three weeks ago, uh, B-Sides officially got a coordinator, um, and it will happen. Who was that coordinator? Uh, some from up north. <laughs> Who likes to count? Hey, I still can't count the 12 without that jingle for Christmas. But um, working on the location, and uh, hopefully we will be doing CFP and everything else very soon. Um, So stay tuned uh, if anybody wants to assist in some fashion. And you got the collaboration of oh, yes. uh, DC214. Yes, um, that's probably something that I should say. Yep. Uh, this year, basically co-branding the con, and we have key leadership from DC214, DHA, and the Lab MS all participating in the core group. So it's being presented as a joint effort, which it truly is, because it's a community thing. And it's worth noting that we have uh, representatives from all three groups here we do in this do. podcast. So uh, we're doing it real big tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any other announcements? Uh, well, we got the website. We got the website. Yeah. So uh, um, I went in uh, 
leaks the code from uh, B-Sides Toronto. Cheers, guys. Uh, and basically, it's, it looks kind of like a Linux terminal. Uh, you go to DallasHackers.com, soon DallasHackersAssociation.com, all point the same thing. Um, normally gives the uh, the announcement for where the next location is going to be or what, what time, etc. Um, but because it's Linux terminal emulation, you can kind of play around with Linux commands, ls, uh, uh, cd, etc. Have fun with it. A lot of it we don't have really fully fleshed out. We want to have kind of fun little Easter eggs uh, for as you kind of dive in and, and go and kind of have fun. Um, uh, let's see. With that, the really cool thing though is um, when when I first created just kind of proof of concept, I put a really cheesy just DHA ASCII logo up on there. Sent it over to uh, to Whiskey Neon. Whiskey's like, hey Tinker, um, uh, why don't you take a look at what I did, and uh, then we can vote on it. Which was basically his. That's not what I said. Polite, tactful way of saying yours <laughs> is fucking shit, and I want mine. That being said, he's an artist with with Askia. That that was that's a beautiful logo. Um, but what we want, we found out we. I said, well, why don't we pull like a, you know Metasploit framework kind of thing, and every time that a person loads the website, a new Askia logo pops up. And so we put it out to the group. Anybody that's listening here, if you want to do this as well, uh, we will constantly pay, be taking new ASCII logos. We'll put your handle down there as as, uh, as the artist. And anytime that you uh, you load the website, it will load up that, that new uh Yeah, new it's ASCII random. Logo. You might have, uh, like, the same logo twice. Well, we only have two right now. So. Right, right, yeah. So the more, the merrier. Yep. Isn't that called a banner? Yeah, it's a yeah. banner. Yeah. We're a... Uh, how do we send that to you? Uh, um, you send it to the elite email address yeah. <laughs> uh, that doesn't exist. There's no. Right. You, you, so post that you have it on either Meetup, send it to us in, in Twitter or what have you. And, and yeah. I'm just going to go from there. And just link to it You'll on like to Pastebin or yeah. something like that. And so you can text file. And you could just upload it to the DHA Darknet too, right? We don't well, quite we don't have, have that, that yet. Yeah, uh, we're, we're very, I mean, I want to make sure. So. A lot of things are going on with, with Tor, and we won't really dive into it this time. But uh, Oh, I wasn't even talking about Tor. But. Oh, you're talking about the actual, like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, we have, yeah. like, a, a Dropbox or something right. along those lines. Yeah, we, we, could, we could do that as well. Really, look, if you have it, get in touch with us, and we'll get it from you. We'll yeah. figure out what's the best way. All right. so. And you can be a part of the, yeah. the experience. And on the website, there's some... Uh, uh, with the Meetup API and implementing it, mm-hmm. if someone who knows JavaScript well can uh, hit me up <laughs> to fix a little problem I'm having with it. Uh, if you know JavaScript well, then uh, just hit me up and we'll talk more about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the website's up finally after forever of promising it. It's up now. And it's up with little fanfare too. <laughs> like we're kind of like, it's been up for like a month. Now. Yeah, but if you actually, <coughs> this is the strange thing, never link to it anywhere, right? Right, yeah. No. Search for Dallas Hackers Association on Google and it's, it's like the it's third a, result. Yeah, we, we need to update the meetup. Uh, <laughs> should update Twitter. And the DNS. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the right, official yeah. domain is DallasHackersAssociation.com. <coughs> and right now, yeah, it's just Dallas yeah. Hackers. So. So, That's all right. We'll get it up. But that's and and the RSS feed is up for the podcast, so okay. you can subscribe. I've tried submitting it to iTunes, but I have to uh, I have to add graphics that are of a certain resolution to the RSS feed. Apple's really fucking annoying about that, but mm-hmm. okay, and you can manually subscribe if you're in iTunes uh, to the RSS feed. Okay, so that's all good. Any more house cleaning before we can? Dive into the matrix. I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else special. All right. Well, we had uh, 
what was it, six talks? I have no idea. I just threw that out there. <laughs> uh, it, how, how many do you think we had? <laughs> Right. Uh, we had um, so yeah, we, yeah we had we had four actual talks. Okay, and so the first one was Kevin. Kevin, yeah, and that was an introduction mm-hmm. to uh, anonymizing web and search activity. Right. So, so, so Kevin's not here tonight, but um, uh, Kevin is kind of new to the crowd. He, he showed up. Uh, oh shoot, probably three, four um, meetups ago. Uh, but he's he's heavy in. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this, but I want to say. Um, I think, no, he, he's heavy in, in VoIP, right? I don't know. You um, say that about everyone, apparently, do. that I have to talk to. Yeah, that, that got <laughs> you almost said if you would listen to me. Anyways, um, he is technical, though. He is in some uh, role with, with IT with a very large company. Um, but he had watched Citizen 4 and said, look, I want to... Uh, and I think he works for an ISP, and he's yes. like, mm-hmm. I, yes. want, I know what we do, and now that I see Citizen 4, I see how that relates. Uh, to everything and I want to hide what I do just for sake of privacy and he came to us and he's like you know can can he give me some uh, uh, some tutorials etc and and I had sat down with him worked out you know shifting his searches over to DuckDuckGo to get it out of so that keeps logs uh, hiding yourself within a VPN uh, paying for that VPN just you know with Bitcoin how to buy Bitcoin in, in Dallas uh, which is interesting. We'll anonymously. Anonymously. Uh, as a quick aside, uh, uh, Texas is actually really good right now for Bitcoin because our legislature hasn't gotten around to figuring it out. That will change. I know it. Um, but as it is right now, you don't need ID. You don't right. need anything. All you need is a QR code to scan. Uh, and you can print that out on a sheet of paper if you want. Uh, well, and, and you can actually dump it into your actual wallet. Yeah. Uh, from the ATM too, if you yeah. don't want to have a temporary wallet printed out. Okay, yeah, that's right. The, the, yeah. the new one does create a wallet for mm-hmm. you too, if you need to. And right, right. Things. There's a lot of things, but you put in cash and you get out Bitcoin. That's it. And this is actually, I think, double if you if you put in, you know, you, you send Bitcoin to me, you get cash out as well. And I think mm-hmm. the the rate for this specific one, it's in Deep Elm at Buzz Brews. It's uh, not bad. Call those. It's like five percent. Yeah, it's really it, not it's, bad. It's, it's, so so no ID required. You get Bitcoin, and so that kind of gives you a nice little you know another another layer of uh, pseudonymity. Yeah, um, and if you it's are, not completely anonymous because right. as I was saying, I would uh-huh. wait for the podcast to talk about uh, when we went there Saturday. I purchased a Bitcoin, and uh, and then uh, Rage Chen and another Shadow Systems guy bought uh, some Bitcoin and. Uh, when I looked at the the actual uh, blockchain to look at the history, this is how that ATM works. You have like a, it's not like a huge pool okay. uh, where it's just, you know, transferring to temporary wallets or your actual wallets. What it is, is like, say you have a seed of, let's say, theoretically 20 Bitcoins, right? Sure. A somewhat large amount because who, who the hell's buying that much at an ATM? That's a lot of money. So... Uh, when you buy... There is some, a $1,000 limit. Right, right, right. Yeah, <coughs> and without ID. With, right. You can buy more with oh, ID. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They've updated that. Wow. So so say you go and buy uh, one Bitcoin, all right? Yeah. So you start it off with 20, and it'll transfer the one Bitcoin to your account, and it also generates, while it's making your temporary wallet or transferring to your existing wallet, what it does is it generates a new wallet and transfers that 19 remaining Bitcoin to it and it keeps doing that so it's kind of like this tree that occurs and by just sitting there with if you bought five Bitcoins uh, at five o'clock in the morning on Saturday and sat there all day drinking coffee 
which their chai lattes are pretty decent. Buzz so. Bruce is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can just literally sit there and watch everyone who buys the Bitcoin without even having to have a video camera which exists there. You mm. wouldn't even have to have access to it. You could just sit there and watch and see people's transactions afterwards. And oh, so, sure. so like I know their, you know what their temp wallets are. So I right. can sit there and watch everything they buy. So if they watch something really mm. embarrassing, I'm going to totally just give them hell for it forever. So with everything that I say, especially on this level of surveillance, this is target level stuff. You have you're to all right. So, so you're absolutely right. But, but that's don't not you think? Don't you think that that would be a very interesting target? Yes, yes. I mean, so there are currently only three that I know of. Three exactly. Bitcoin, and, and having someone sit there all day drinking coffee. But I could coffee. totally do an NSL <laughs> with the establishment yeah. that's not even associated with the sure. Bitcoin thing. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Or could. just hack so into their cameras. You just use a washer right after you buy it. So you can. Yeah, that's what makes them. Pay the fee, and, and you're. And that's my point. And you're is, is yes, and, and you can. I mean, you can pay someone else to go put it in and do it. Whatever. The the big thing though is is by the nature of, there are there are many ways to get Bitcoin from fiat currency, uh, and this is a great way to do it because someone who's not there physically, this doesn't scale very well. Someone who's not there physically or who's not looking at that video feed isn't going to be able to to get, you know, more than anything else. And so that's the big thing is just the scalability. Of it. Right. Okay. So, so we sat down with Kevin. Kevin's new to a lot yeah. of this, and you know, calls it hacking, but that's okay. He's moving into that, and um, and so he sets up uh, he sets up uh, a VPN with CryptoStorm um, because they take uh, Bitcoin among Dogecoin among everything else. Uh, sets up a token. Uh, he sets up a VPN. He then does uh, all the searching off of DuckDuckGo and for this, all he wants. To well, do and he has an encrypted Linux Mint installed. Too. Yeah, he has a, he he has a, 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 an encrypted instance on his uh, on his host. Um, uh, so everything there is is full on, and all he wants to do is be able, like, for instance, search personal medical stuff without it being traced to him, getting to like you know insurance. Like yeah, his threat model is just removing himself from the, the dragnet, dragnet, basically. The dragnet, yeah. I mean, he's still going to be affected by it, but it's yeah. not as bad. Everybody. It's not like yeah. oh, it's this guy at this place. Yeah, per exactly. Se. That's kind of why did you choose Mint specifically? So it's the, easy. Yeah, the re exactly. Right. So the, the reason Linux has so many distributions. Yeah. If you go to like uh, Distro Watch, the that Mint is the highest right now. I like Mint because it, it's very easy. The Cinnamon desktop is very akin to a traditional Windows start menu kind of thing, and it, it works. And so if you want Linux for, for instance, my, my son, my, my three-year-old, now four-year-old son, uses Linux Mint, and he boots it up on his own, clicks the Firefox, goes to PBS, and does its thing. And so if he can use Mint, then goddamn anybody. Unless you hate the person, then you recommend Gentoo. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. yeah. No, you're gonna yeah. learn this. You're gonna do Arch Linux. And you're gonna figure it out, you. So I don't know. That, so, 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 so Mint gains a lot of the ability. I mean, it is full in encryption, but it, it comes pre-packaged with so many things that you would use as an individual user for for desktop. So, all right. Um, so anyway, so he was very happy about that. That we gave to him. He, he's donated to DHA, so we mm -hmm. can pay for our meetup. We can pay for our hosting. Uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. He then proceeded to, hey, I don't know anything, so please love me, and bought us all beer. Yeah. Because Rexer started that last uh, month, and apparently right. it's a thing now. It's Wait, that wasn't a tradition? No, it, it, I thought that was a tradition. That's why I no, bought beer. No, it <laughs> is a tradition. <laughs> it is a tradition. Yeah. Last and it was started with Rexer. Right. As apparently, right. we just love each other. Hey, beer for everybody. Rounds on me. So he oh, did yeah. that and got things kicked it off, and, and I thought it was great. I thought it was a... Yeah, that was, was awesome. Like... Know, 
I appreciate that uh, as someone who is, you know, new, probably nervous about going up and speaking because, yeah. uh, you know, he knows that he's talking to people who uh, this is stuff they've been breathing for half their lifetime, at least mm-hmm. for most people. Uh, I, that was awesome for him to come out. And we need more people who, uh, you know, want to learn. They come show us what they know so we can know how to teach them more. Yeah. You so know? We had, uh, what, at least a dozen noobs? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was pretty eye-opening to see all those hands raised up and be like, wow. Uh, Not to say noobs as in skill level, but new people coming. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and some of them may or may not have, uh, you know, bringing skills with them. Sure, sure. But that's the whole point. It's to learn together, right? Yeah. Well, you, you, you speak about what you're working on, and you help out the guy who, you know, a lot of people, like they're like, oh, my God, what you talk about? I, just, I have no idea. You know, we'll get to the point where, where one line starts talking about uh, industrial systems, and I, none of us know about it. I mean, we may. I don't. Um, and, it, and it becomes. We want to know. We want to know. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna we're gonna liquor this guy and have how to break it. How to break it? Only on whiskey neon. How to chub the entire time. Yeah. Um, but but this, there's this mis, uh, misconception where you don't know anything and, and and all these people are just so much intelligent. I have nothing to offer. But that's not how it works. It's we all know what we know in this very limited instance. And I mean everything everybody else says is above me. And a lot of what I say because you know I talk about. Base sixty four encryption and, a- <laughs> and, and, and AES encoding and PGP encoding. And, um, you know, it just goes above the, the heads of other people who you know understand only logic. So, um, but really, a lot of people have stuff to work. So, um, uh, Kevin did a great job. Oh yeah, and and he uh, did a full like fully animated presentation. Yeah, had music. music. Yeah, it was awesome. I, and yeah. what I was most impressed with with the the production was the fact that we could actually hear the music on those small speakers. Yeah. I have some that are similar that would. I was like, I was like, oh no, no one's gonna hear that. But no, he you could actually hear his. Sounds, yeah. yeah. He put some time and effort to. He yeah. lamented yeah, that he couldn't make a little external speaker hooked yeah. up to his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He it brought was, his own. It was that. No, he's he's a man who's done some presentations. Yeah. Well, exactly, because you always bring your own because you yeah. never know the setup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he lamented that he couldn't make a full blown video. I go, dude, you're you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> fire talks. I mean, you can't do a presentation. Fire talks. Just get up and talk. Yeah, I mean, just right. there with nothing. He, he, yeah, waving hands. hands. And, that, and that's perfectly fine. You know, uh, everyone can bring in their own presentation style. There's mm-hmm. some people who will do different things, and that's what's cool because everyone's diverse and it shows their skill sets in different areas. So. Yeah, it was awesome to see Kevin come out with it. Was, it was, it we'll, was. Uh, been trying to encourage more people to oh, talk yeah. about what they're doing. So, so after Kevin, we had... Oh, uh, we had uh, before we Rexer. switch gears uh, completely, sure, sure. Uh, another note on the Bitcoin ATMs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, several months back at Crypto Party, a guy actually had one in his duffel bag because he was changing out hardware. Um, it was interesting, and one thing that I know, noticed, uh, I haven't seen one in real life other than at that spot, but it wasn't hooked up or anything. Obviously it's in a public area, yep. mm-hmm. but it's a little larger than a old timey lunchbox and the sheet metal is not that thick and the locks are not that impressive. I While I completely love the idea, they just seem ripe for 
physical feveries. Some good old fashioned venom. Yeah, well, yeah. see, the thing at, at Cool Brews is it's a 24 hour establishment. Sure. It'd be really hard to get by with it because it's right next to a POS. I mean, it would be, you would be looking at a yeah. network level. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you, know. you always see the stuff with uh, stealing the full size ATMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they throw them out because they can't actually get into them. Oh, no. oh yeah, that's that what you're would saying. not be the case with one of these. Oh, that at, would at be least lucrative. the model that yeah. I saw. Isaac, you got a good point. And, and they used to have the the older one. They have a, a bigger one now. It's like full blown. Uh, yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's big. But here's the thing: you could probably still steal the whole machine in a robbery and get a ton of cash if that's the yeah. There was there was no weight to it. Like I said. Said it was relatively thin. Yeah, we could have probably knocked that thing over. This one's a little bit better, but but here's the thing: you're absolutely right. But once I put my money in, I give a Bitcoin out. Carrie takes it. Well, (laughs) sure, but after I buy my Bitcoin, I might as well go back and get my cash. Dang! (laughs) I now have. uh, I'm not mine. (laughs) At that point, just just take out the back. uh, You know, the freaking network. like steal it, get all the authentication, steal the password. Well, out of memory. actually, yeah, steal the password. Uh, you know, you're 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 printing off a receipt with your private key right there. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Uh, your private key. Yeah. Oh, if you if you, if you create, generate a wallet, I'm telling you, generate a wallet. I would, you're I would almost right. put money on the fact that 90 yeah. percent of the people are generating wallets. Yeah, you know, I, I always you know spawn my own wallet or, or print out a QR I, code. Or but there was a girl who did that, and I was looking at her transaction history because okay. she was right after me, and so I was looking at what she where she was sending stuff. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Uh, you're such a creep. It's like a creep. <laughs> a I'm creepy. just looking at the, the blockchain, man. It's like... It, I'm not a creep. I'm just staring at your blockchain. But <laughs> it's all recorded. All right, I so love those transactions. Yeah, then, uh, yeah. So Rexer had a, a presentation called really Bash My Life, if you want to go into uh, <coughs> detail on that. What were you presenting? Oh, yeah. Um, as far as Bash My Life, um, it's just that I've been in the Unix world for a long time and Bash has always been there. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, Python, Perl, and this, all those scripting languages have always all been there, but I always stuck to Bash. Um, uh, Unix command line junkie, you know, uh, I did do the Windows thing a little bit, but I wasn't we good. We all did it. You don't have parental supervision <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but you always go back. You always go, <laughs> go back to Bash. And, and the, and, and you're going to be in a rocking chair on four just, just getting on the command line, you start knowing yeah. the innards of the, op- the OS and what you're really mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's GUIs, there's Ubuntu, yeah, there's all right. kinds of nice clicky things, mm-hmm. you know. But when, when, you ha- when, when I started off dealing with refrigerator size Unix boxes and all I had <laughs> was an amber TTY screen yeah. to do things, you start to, you start to figure out things. Well, and Rex, I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you because you're talking about Mr. Chen. Oh yeah, we have Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Mr. Chin has done due diligence and chugged down two. He's working on the second Red Bull, and he is out cold. I this apologize. is a reoccurring theme almost as much as Tinker yeah. singing at the end at this point. But you asked me to do that, Rexer. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, and and so 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 that way I've been accustomed to to seeing Bash scripts and 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 to know. I'm not a programmer by trade, mm-hmm. but dealing with Bash scripts, I started to think like a programmer. 
Okay. And, and think logically, if I need to do this, what are my constraints on doing that? So there are a lot of hackers out there that will use tools or even be able to, to manipulate, even by hand, yeah. a, a network or even systems. What would be a benefit, you know, offensive, defensive, black, gray, white, what have you, um, what would be a benefit to a hacker learning Bash? I mean, this is a, this is a very basic stuff to a lot yeah. of people, but and some people don't. There are a lot of hackers that don't know any, any programming at all. For, for example, the uh, example you gave with the logs about how yeah. much you were doing and how quick it was how done. How quick it was done, okay. So we were placed on high alert for customer XYZ, mm -hmm. where every hour on the hour, we needed to gather up what all happened in the hour. How many events happened during that time? How, uh, the, from down to the alert ID number, uh, what's the alert the short description, and how many IP addresses were involved, and, and also the, uh, for that particular hour. Sure, anybody can go in there and start doing some uh, Excel wizardry and doing some, a lot of clicky things, okay? Mm -hmm. But once I know that the, the, the logs are uniform, you start parsing them out. Find all the unique values of this. Find all the unique values of that. How many times did it show up? So even though it should take a normal person about 15 minutes to go through it manually, so now I had the basic trainer. All you have to do, copy all the logs and upload it to a server, text file in that, that file, and it processed it in one point some odd seconds. How long did it take you to write that script? Uh, that, that script has been a meta build from previous scripts. Sure, okay. And every script... That, that, that's what Bash is, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, sure, you may... It, it all started off with an IP lookup. Right. And I just added more functions onto it, and added okay. more functions onto it, and all more functions so onto it. So honestly, not that much within, especially at scale. But, mm -hmm. but in all, yes. I, I've been working on and off for the whole... Uh, on. on many many other scripts within for the past year and a half or so sure. but in the last three months i've been full on yeah. because being able to automate it precisely same output every time every time mm -hmm. is consistent you know i don't care if you're if you're wrong but if you're consistently wrong you're consistent from a red team perspective whatever logs are in place, you're at least not generating logs, downloading however many kits to continue pivoting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and for, for on, on defense side, you know, it's like, how fast can I get through this and how accurate can I get it done? Sure. And, and, and Bash from an offensive side, uh, Bash and NetCat yeah. are almost yes. always hand in hand. Hand in hand. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, that's gonna be on everything, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what other than like Soho systems can you get, has a full bash environment like the busy box stuff's very limited. Yes. Yeah. It's very limited. Right. It still has it. It's very yeah. Uh, some of the open WRT has well, a lot of, course, of stuff yeah. and you can put on extra packages in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah with that. Yeah. And, and still a bash script queries five websites for those malware domains. Sure, those websites may output slightly different, but it, then again, piping it through SED, awk, grep, and other some other formatting features, and it pipes it right back out to a DNS mask file, which all it does is just append 
and re and reload DNS mask. Sure enough. Which we, we, we yeah. segues into uh, was that the next one that the I believe so. Yeah. Let me unlock Ta everything and go. Yeah, through. Taz and, and, yeah. and Dr. Bones got up and, and talked about Three different projects. The first well, one. Well, just to do the segue properly, we could start with the malware. Uh, sure. Yeah. What was it? It was malwaredomains.com. Malware yeah. For a client whose security was based on sending bad IPs to Dead Null, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sinkholing locally, kind of. Um, what was it? She said that the head of network security. Said no firewalls idea. are for pussies. Firewalls for and, and what was the other one? They didn't, they didn't know what a, a DMZ, DMZ was. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he was just the vice president. Oh, security. okay. Well, that might be yeah, good. his whole job is knowing uh, vendors, I guess. Okay. No, they, they didn't have hardly anything. But but she built uh, something that, that pulls OSINT off of malwaredomains.com. Yeah. It's okay. like, uh, you know, those ad blockers. Yeah, uh, it's, a it's a list like that. It's a blacklist uh, right. that, that's maintained. Right. And so she basically wrote up a script that she goes, look, at, at the very minimum, let, let's just limit, you know, uh, access on a web gateway kind of thing, on a web proxy, uh, limit access to these. These folks are maintaining a blacklist that's updated heavily and, and I'll write a script that goes out and updates your router for you at the very minimum to, to at least lessen the attack surface on people going out. So that's a huge project if you think about it because yeah. like that's almost impossible really in yeah. the grand scheme of things to be able to block all of the domains yeah. that malware used for CC is CNC server so uh, the fact that someone even tries to do that is impressive to me. And well, they themselves are pulling it from a browser. Right, right. You have to. Yeah. There, there's the difference in scripting it and making it available. And I haven't worked with a network team yet that would be willing to turn over their configuration right. to yeah. an Autobot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, that, that, so that was the first part. The first one. Um, well, one of them at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the big one that caught all of our attention. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of like the foreplay into <laughs> one line system there. So in in, in Twitter uh, shoot, I, I first saw Sob do this, and I started doing it myself. Uh, everybody likes doing deep dives for um, like credit cards or debit cards, and, and and there will be Twitter users that will post their credit card information, and people will, will troll them and say post the back of it, the security code on the back, and they'll do it because they have no concept. I myself have dived in a little bit deeper and found driver's license. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's always teens. Always teens. Yeah, well, and, Stupid And, and they teens. have no idea. I, I've seen adults post up passport information, you know. Yeah. So, but, but focusing on the, on the, uh, the credit card, uh, a lot of people at least <laughs> attempt to block, say, the last four digits of their of their credit card or block something that might be a little obfuscated. And so Taz and Dr. Bones, uh, I think it was Taz specifically, but they've they've sat down, the code is open source, it's on GitHub, um, that because of the nature of credit cards, it has to pass a cer certain algorithm. Uh, the idea would be that, I don't know what that was, apparently death is coming now. Um, <laughs> any minute. Any minute. Um, uh, you know, you can always check and see if a given number is valid. That's how people usually use the algorithm. But what she's been able to do is, you know, if you're missing a couple letters, 
based off his letters. If I were using our digits, you know, we introduce, you know, I digress. Uh, but if, if we're missing characters, I apologize, um, then uh, they're able to build up uh, and, and give a very small number of possibilities on what the valid credit card number actually is based off that algorithm. And, and you don't need the last three no, you don't need digits. a whole lot. If you go in the right places, you can find lists mm. of sites that you can use without those sure. last three digits. Sure. And I'll just put it that way. Uh, but yeah, that's that's instantly what I thought of when, oh, well, we can finish the card. We've got the person's name. Right. Uh, yeah. So she's creating this specifically not to be malicious. Right, right. But um, so a, a lot of, I found, for instance, when someone posted their, their driver's license, I would respond at first to them saying, hey, don't do this. Bad people use it. But because I was the one who pointed out, I was the bad guy. Okay. And, and Yeah. And so so I was outside. So what I started doing was just doing a raw retweet. Yeah. Not, not copying, but a raw retweet. And then having all my followers completely ostracize them and them getting scared and pulling it off. And once they pull it off, obviously, my retweet was null. Uh, but what they're talking about is even a step further of creating a bot on Twitter that goes out, sees these pictures, you know, based off of the, the Boolean keyword search, pulls the picture, does some OCR, uh, OCR on it, um, and then pulls out the, the credit cards and, hey, here's your credit card, does an auto post, and just scours Twitter for this level of PII uh, information, and that's quite interesting. Actually. Yeah, and they're going to be presenting on it at besides, besides Las Vegas, Las Vegas yeah. DF. Well, you know, possibly DFW. Yeah, there'll be some and, and, uh, you know, if Isaac's not a jerk and let some speak. So. And uh, what was the? I'm not in uh, charge of the CFP. Yeah, you're oh, looking okay. at this guy over here, right? Waterfall, are you in charge of the CFP? I thought I saw it somewhere. Waterfall has now been voluntary. Hey, I think it's on the website. It's on the website. Yeah, yeah. it's official on the website. Yeah, there, there are three people tagged for the CFP at the moment. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. it's and probably going to be like a, you ranted about it at, at B-Side San Antonio. Oh, yeah. No, uh, you did to Renegade. It was for Renegade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Some of the uh, yeah, we'll make sure they're good thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's what's good. But. uh yeah, that was an interesting project. And yeah. then there was some barcode stuff similar to what Init6 talked about in a previous podcast. Yes, a local adult arcade, not... <laughs> that right That's wow. um, You're no, talking about that one out uh, of Parker? Not, not that kind of arcade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man. a uh, main event. adult video game joint. I wasn't going to use the name. <laughs> what, anyway, trade the tickets on I already got yelled at for counting. You're not going to scold me for using a name? Anyways, um... This particular place for their uh, arcade cards apparently runs Windows and uses Java on the front end, and they wanted to see if they could add money, subtract money, manipulate with the cards in some fashion, which kind of tied in to what Init6 mentioned with a particular movie theater and their discount cards being issued in sequential order. So. Right. Once you have your card, you can just kind of increment up in number and potentially steal coupons and discounts. Right. Well, what it was was uh, like the gift card, I think, and you could uh, actually tie it to your bank account with that theater. So you could actually just 
buy like five things of popcorn, which would t- completely clear out someone's bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like that's why he was really so bothered. So, go to the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have a movie night. At this time, I'd like to say that we do not advocate anything <laughs> no, illegal. Yeah. Um, these it's are really all jokes. Concepts are all jokes. If you are a part of main event, thanks, Rexer. We are trying yeah. to keep that off. Yeah. But if you are, don't Yellow. sue us. We're not the ones doing it. Or come at us, bro. But uh, there, there was uh, that in that discussion. There was mention of like the sequel injection possibilities, mm-hmm. and so that that would be pretty funny to see them uh, using uh, similar concepts with with Nagstrap. It's not that they do that. I'm just saying. Well, and they probably POC. created uh, a proof concept and then go and present it. Right. And apparently, they've gone to uh, to the company, and the company hasn't been very interested in it. But they won't be until. Uh, until there's a proof concept. It reminds me of that recent uh, um, Starbucks kind of uh, uh, hoo-yah. That, that well, one. that was a little different <laughs> because that was using um, uh, class, class, I can't, what's the word, what's the second word for it? Class No, no. Ah, oh, shit. I know the word. Hey, hey, before you leave, uh, everyone, Abrations leaving, what's, what was it called? Um, the thing we've been talking about the, about that specific site we want to try to do race conditions. Yeah, race conditions. Yeah, by using race conditions. Oh, like what's been going on with uh, Ferguson, and Baltimore? No. Nice. Nice. Race conditions, uh, as far as the vulnerability goes, is that you're sending uh, a lot of the same information right. in, in in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. and in the past. Two months. Uh, there's been two articles that I've seen. There's been one with Facebook where a guy was able to do that to manipulate the amount of positive reviews on a Facebook page. So you would have your account do it once, and then it could end up being like five mm-hmm. and repeat and repeat and repeat. And so you could artificially inf- inflate a page's uh, reviews. So uh, the same thing was done with Starbucks, where you right. could apply more credits to a card to basically almost like virtually cloning the cards and adding more money and the poor guy who discovered this he discloses it to Starbucks and they didn't even seem remotely grateful uh, he proved it by buying like $16 worth of shit and he only had $15 legitimately on the card so and they still didn't give a fuck they were more pissed than helpful basically or thankful can't speak too heavily on it but yeah he 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 used a dollar more than 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 what what he bought, and then he went immediately and bought it somewhere like with his credit card. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, who wasn't doing it? Yeah, if they wanted to. And again, this is this whole kind of bug disclosure. Apparently, we're going over the '90s and early 2000s again. That it's you know, at, at what level are are, are they going to go for? But uh, I don't know. Yeah, but the yeah, doing race conditions on that yeah. would probably be. Uh, you'd have to have some. They're in the early starts yeah. of, of their of their uh, creating proof concept, but it, it seems like you, you you do this for a long time, and it kind of feels like there should be something broken there, and so they're yeah. they're kind of moving in that direction. Well, yeah, they weren't even positive that there's back end authentic, right? Back end verification. Oh, sure mm-hmm. enough. So if it, if it's just local, that do they have enough on this card at this machine? Oh yeah, and then you can right. just do full cloning. Use your card, then take the clone of your card, and you now have whatever you have. Just before. keep going. So that'd be an interesting thing. It'd be, be kind of fun to see what they they do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, and it should be noted. Yeah, so they they are doing a talk out besides uh, uh, Las Vegas on that. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, on the on credit the credit card thing, the, the credit card yeah. specifically. And then one line, he uh, one line stole the show yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So one one line's my friend, uh, uh, Tinker, loosely. <laughs> uh, well, he's uh, our friend now. Now, yeah, uh, um, but we got kind of talking, and, and I'll, let, I'll let one line go into. It. But one line came out last. Uh, uh, Last DHA, kind of got a feel for it, and then he said, hey, you know, I want to do a fire talk. He got up, and everybody was just raptured, but uh, one line, what was your talk about? Uh, you know, it was it was pretty uh, jumble. I don't have a genuine project where I'm making lights blink yet. I'm working sure. on that, getting close to it. Uh, but I wanted to talk about uh, some issues with uh, the power system and some of the vulnerabilities as the power system is getting more connected. So, just to interrupt, when you say power system, are you talking like a power supply on a computer here? Or? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, a, little, so, a little bigger. Yeah, a little bigger. So, I, I'm so what about, do you do? What, uh, I'm talking about the the power grid. The, the, how the proper get infrastructure in the United States. Yeah, the electricity to your house. Okay. Yeah, as far as the states are concerned. Never mind those 50 hertz people. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I am a, a substation design uh, engineer, and I, I try to make it so that when lightning strikes or uh, the wind blows uh, trees against the power lines mm -hmm. uh, or some idiot drives his car into the line, that the light, the electricity turns back on as quickly as possible, okay. um, but yet not having fires. You, right. know, you want to keep the amount of fires to a minimum. <laughs> um, so I, I've been doing this for a couple of years, and uh, Tinker here is a friend of mine, and he brought me to this idea of just thinking about how to break it. We, and we had sat down and we were talking, you know, over over a couple of beers and whiskeys and. And we were, you know, one line was over here saying, look, you know, it takes years and years, and this is a big thing, so it takes years and years to master this program, you know, because the efficiency is down, if you get it wrong, someone dies even so far, and I'm like, wait, 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 what'd you say? It takes years and years and years to get it right. How quickly does it get wrong? And, and, because I was saying, you know, I'm interested in this, and, and he goes, oh, to get wrong? Oh, wait, it takes nothing. I go, that is what I'm interested in. What nothing does it take to break this system? Because... You know, SCADA in general, uh, industrial systems uh, in general, it's, it's still in its infancy. Uh, I, you know, B we went up to Whiskey and I went up to B Sides, Oklahoma, and there was a, a SCADA intrusion detection thing. And those guys were trying to take traditional network intrusion detection applied SCADA, and you know, they were had a hard time. They, they're getting some 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 traction, but it's uh, I don't even want to call it since infancy. It's a freaking fetus it hasn't been born yet, yeah. and so we talked about that. And, and boy, your eyes lit up. And you're like, oh my god. We can just destroy everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard to get it right that uh, getting it wrong is pretty. Easy. No, yeah, and, and, it's and it's not that it's not that the power industry hasn't done anything. They they are trying. It's it's just that a lot of the a lot of the industry just is still new to the internet, and we're just now reaching the point where we want the functionality where it's actually a substation is plugged into the internet. Sure, we want that sort of control so that the guys at home. Uh, at base can easily control stuff and, you, and customers you, you know you want that you want if if there's a a fire or a lightning strike you want them to be able to route a back and get the power back to your home or more importantly hospital sure. or or industry as fast as possible and to get that we're starting to use this new technology called the internet <laughs> um, oh god <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people are very surprised to find out that, that good chunks of the the American power system is still run on electromechanical systems. Yeah. 
Uh, and and they don't it's even resilient. have cons. They don't I even have like microphones. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I prefer that over the internet. Actually, you're, you're right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's much less vulnerable. You're like no yeah. casual can hurt it. Like if somebody wanted to hurt a, uh, an uh, electromechanical substation, they have to physically be there. And, and we were talking about after after the talk uh, that the electromechanical system, some of the old timers that maintain it. It's the same system that's been working 30, 40 years nonstop. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. If you have a computer there, that's a great that's not the case. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah, I mean, why, why, years, why? that's a great record. Why? <laughs> Fuck with it, but if it's not broken, don't well, fix it. there there are some I, problems. Well, some of the laziness. You, uh, you don't yeah, have a little lazy, uh, but it's also an efficiency. It, thing. It's efficiency. That's yeah. exactly what it yeah. does. And and they're not as accurate. You know, yeah. microcontrollers can be sampling at megahertz and and people like that kind of accuracy, whereas right. the electromechanicals are more subtle. Uh, they can be uh, influenced by the environment. You know, uh, they can be physically knocked. You know, if somebody bumps into it, it will make a difference. I mean, that could happen with computers as well, but you right. do have too the luxury of having remote access. Too which, much less of a degree. Which yeah. That's that's the pro and the con. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been on. I've been on, on what a, side you're on. <laughs> I've been at a a power uh, a um, pump station uh, where they uh, they had all the power equipment for uh, they were compressing uh, CO2 for, for the oil fields and uh, this old system like we were talking we were there to consult and talk about hey let's upgrade you to the new electron uh, uh, microelectronic ones uh, new computers some Switzer I'm gonna draw name drop there mm. and uh, and he, the the guy, said, "Hey, can we look in this panel? Can we open this metal door and look at some of the wiring behind there?" And he, the the hand that runs the place, kind of reluctantly, okay, well, real gently, and he very gently turns the metal handle, opens it, and then it barely dings a bit on like his foot or something, and the whole panel starts click click click. Everything turns off. Oh man! And a multi-million-dollar pump process <laughs> just shut down for the day because we touched it. So, well, then. there's All some right. good reasons to upgrade to... Well, that's hacking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's one thing that, that you mentioned that, you know, hey, the, the idea of, of physically breaching one, like right now, the, the system's pretty robust. You, it's, I wouldn't call it secure by any means, but you hop a fence, you go in there, and you can completely break it. But honestly, why hop a fence when you can shoot it with the 22 from a distance? Yeah. And that creates even more damage. And so that's kind of the, the trade-off is sometimes you don't need to hack it. You know, we, we I've seen like a, a smart door locks. It's like, well, you don't need to hack it necessarily. You just break the window or something like that. If, yeah. If you're oh, gonna yeah. Break I like the specificness that you uh, provided of a potato gun with a uh, wire or that chain. Has a, a chain. Yeah. That has to be a real example, or that was just... No, 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 no I, I unfortunately just made that up. Actually, all right, all right. Wow. Oh, no, that's, uh, you've been thinking about this well, a lot. Well, well, it's not that far off, because a friend of mine, rest in peace, mm -hmm. um, couldn't <laughs> get, Jesus, couldn't get the um, company to come out and do anything at his house, so he waited for a good thunderstorm, took a chunk of rebar out of his garage, went out back with his compound bow, and shot the transformer on the pole, and called it in as a lightning strike. Yep, that'll do they it. They finally fixed it. Yeah, that'll <laughs> fix it. Well, it, it bothers, I mean, I, I actually made fun of, uh, when I first started in the industry, I would go to some, some power, I mean, almost every power system conference I've been to, there's been at least one talk on internet security problems. Um, 
And I always laughed at them because why spend money on internet security when somebody, like a kid in his backyard, can throw a chain up on the power lines mm -hmm. and take out the whole neighborhood? But it, it becomes a, a problem with casualness. If you make it too easy yeah. for somebody sitting in their couch to turn off a city, it's eventually going to happen. So and, and yeah, that's a bored fifteen-year-old thing that I, exactly. I talk about a lot because I was that bored fifteen-year-old. But a bored fifteen-year-old can throw a chain over the right. Over yeah, but I'm going to do that beforehand. the permanence that you said about the, uh, the, uh, the alarms and what you can do with fires. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of vulnerabilities, things, things that are, uh, you know, the most expensive thing in the power system is the generation plant. Um, I'm not worried about anybody messing with those because they're such big targets that the people that own them actually protect them. They, mm. uh, guards. you know, there are armed guards outside of every nuclear plant. You're not mm -hmm. going to, you know, they've got, you're not getting anywhere. Uh, I'm sure you're out in the middle of nowhere. Coal plant probably isn't being controlled by armed guards, but there's enough people on staff that you can't casually walk in the oh, door. Wait a minute. Scan uh, systems these systems, cool. they're not just like openly on the internet, right? I mean, surely you have to go into a VPN. There's oh, got to be... Okay. Well, here's, here's I mean, the new update. I mean, you're... There's, yeah, there are going to be layers, right? There, there are going to be layers. Yeah, it's not, it's not as simple I mean, as like they not, just called up AT and T and I the mean, guy brought a router over. Because what you, yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> what I was envisioning for a minute before I was like, wait a minute, let's there let's get real here. There are examples and like Renegade did it. Right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He was he was reviewing the security at a dam. A dam, yeah. And I heard the that. machine that controls the dam. That of course doesn't have internet, right? No, 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 no it's, it, it's air gapped. Okay, so so it's, it's air gapped. So how do you how do you monitor it? Oh well, the guy up in the control room monitors it, so it's on a network, right? Oh well, yeah, yeah, but it's not the internet. So he opens it up and there's IE with Gmail. Oh, we have to check our our email. Uh, no, yeah. that's, that's yeah. That's well, well, there is a that's a fair point. I mean, but but I mean, there 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 are industry uh, products you know, to help this. You know, like, and I laugh as I say this, but I mean, giving yeah. them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's not you hope. You have to try. You have, well, you have so much. You have so much beauty and hope in you. We just want right. to destroy them. I mean, for infrastructure this critical, I right. mean, there got to be so air gaps and well, even I mean, with with the VPN from obviously. home though. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the B side San Antonio with, with the Sid Dragon, yeah. they were able to take a hydroelectric dam by using the pivot point of a Android powered oven. Getting it on the guy's Buffalo Terror Station, which had on his NAS the the shit they needed to get into uh, the hydroelectric dam using his network. Of course, they trolled this dude to a level that was unbelievable. But uh, and, and that's why he's laying low in Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no uh, shit. Yeah, but so to, to kind of go, go back to what we we're talking about, though. So you know. And, and it's really interesting talking with you uh, one line on kind of the mentality behind a lot of this. I'm not worried about the casual 15-year-old uh, getting access to it on, on the internet. Um, I'm worried about foreign governments that, that state-sponsored state kind of stuff because, you know, coming, coming from a war background, the first thing we take out is is infrastructure. And yeah, obviously if we can send in, you know, spec, spec ops or like that or, or agents or something like that, they do that. But <laughs> the, the thing that happens when you hook things up to the internet is, again, scalability. And if I got to send out freaking one person for every substation within a region to take this, or I can use that. I can use one person to take out this entire region. I'm going to do that. 
Yeah, and, and, and that's a big thing. Someone over, there's a difference from, from someone in China sending an operative to the United States to do this, or someone from China hacking it from China. And that's the thing. Yeah, and we're getting a little outside of my expertise on this one. You're the guru. Because I've never, <laughs> I've never dealt uh, with any of the command centers. Um, sure. You know, I know of uh, the the regional controls. You know, there. this is public information. There are uh, East Coast, West Coast, and uh, ERCOT is a big one. And then there's a couple smaller ones around the country. And they help uh, regulate and monitor their areas. Right. But I have no idea how much control. I don't, mm. I don't think they can just reach in and open and close breakers. But then again, they might be able to. And in those instances, I mean, you're, you're still, still dealing with um, disconnection. You know, the utilities are very regionally separated right. by cities. You know, Fort Worth is on a different power system than Dallas. Sure. So even if you could hack in to one key HMI point for Dallas, you got to get another one for Fort Worth. And while if you can do one, you can do another, that's not that big of a deal. Right. It's still more steps in the process and you're still only taking out two cities in texas you know if you want to but that's do still significant dude. yeah and like yeah. like the, the whole cities. thing i'm thinking of when you're doing talking about all this and part of the whole chubby growing process was <laughs> was like <laughs> tell, me came, more. tell me more yeah. the, the game watchdogs is literally think grand theft auto only you're a hacker and you're living <laughs> in a not too distant future chicago which you have this ubiquitous surveillance system that ties into the power grid and all this kind of shit and so like one of the objectives of the game is hacking into uh, a substation in your little area to black out so when the cops are coming for you you have the cover of darkness to slip out and one of the objectives is hacking different parts of the city. So literally, when you're talking about this, I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> Dallas-Fort Worth is like a real life watchdog. We're totally screwed up. No. The recovery as well. This thing, yeah. It's not necessarily immediate recovery. These transformers you're talking about, the possibility of... Six months. Well, yeah. In the if you took out enough, there isn't enough of it back... Well, exactly. from, from what I've That's read online, yeah. is that with the, with the deer hunting rifle from you know a good distance, you take out this one piece of equipment, and it's a six month wait to replace it. That's what I've read online, and you kind of said something similar, similar. with yeah. the twenty two, which is even scarier because you know. <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, uh, out in the country, uh, I, I really hope people will stop doing this. Uh, hmm. Country boys get a little bored late at night, and they will shoot the uh, insulators on power lines uh, because it makes a bright, sparky light. And I'm, I'm serious. This actor, I've seen bullet holes in control buildings out in the country. Tan tangible feedback right there when you get a hit. And, uh, yeah, shooting a transformer, uh, the power transformer, that's, the, that's probably the most physically vulnerable component of the power system. Sure. Uh, and you know what? If you shoot a hole in its oil tank or its oil fins and it leaks, they got to patch it and fill it. Now, if every if all the alarms work just fine, it'll stop once it's running low. It'll turn off. Guys will come out there and fix it. No big deal. If all of their alarms are going through the SCADA system that you have access to, and you can disable those alarms, you might have a fire on your hands, and there's no coming back. And you just gotta yeah. throw it away and get a new one. Uh, and yeah, they they are. But again, a single transformer doesn't cover that much geography right right so right. you'd have to do it a lot and now you're now you're on levels of scale like yeah, but, but the thing is is if you do it a lot 
they yeah. don't have necessarily the, the, the backlog of transformers to fill. And you're saying there's a maybe six month lead time sometimes with these things. For the if big you did, ones, if you right? Enough of those, they wouldn't be able to, and that place would be out of power. Yeah. Well, the we, the big boys have backups. Sure. The, for, for the, this have, type of the stuff. there yeah. there is a little bit the the big boys in the industry. You know, big cities. You know, Encore. Uh, they have enough of them that they can juggle them around and make it work. You know, uh, I, I'd be for, for, for probably natural disaster type things, but not right. a, an a targeted, so, attack. targeted attack. So he was talking about having like regional substation or whatever regional groups that you'd have to get into one to other. If I was planning a heist, if I was planning an invasion, something that I want to put down. Maybe, a lot maybe like in England recently. Like in England recently. Yeah. Um, what I do is is I honestly set up bots on each of these things and right. hit one, you know, a day or whatever, and, and, and you know, however long it took me, um, I'd get up the bots and, and just kind of leave a little backdoor and a little systems that kind of beaconed out to me, and at any given point, I'd send the command to all the bots to turn off. And at that point now, it just does it all instantaneous. It took me six months of prep. Right. Yeah. But but now that I've had it out, I mean, again, once you have the once you have it to computers, and once the computers are network, you have automation. I mean, you it could you could have a team of people where uh, you can make actual turrets at that point. I yeah. mean, you could go to Fry's and buy everything minus the gun you would need <laughs> to make a robotic turret. We could. That's not these. quite what, on this, but yeah. You, well, you know, I'm just saying something so simple as shooting guns at yeah, them, yeah. at the bigger ones at least. Yeah. Had a team of 20 people who were crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like you don't have people who like to shoot guns in a terrorist uh, setting in in the DFW area. Uh, so, <laughs> just because I'm uncomfortable with this conversation, <laughs> I'm not going to shoot the FW. Do you know No, no, I'm talking about like the. He's recent talking about the art appreciator. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, the recent hacker who shot up in uh, the the art expo in Garland. So, so, I have some research to do. So, so Garland, uh, th there was a. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, I thought you meant it was automated. I was like, no, no, no. But he's a hacker. He could have. No, no. They they said he was. A hacker after like oh look at this he was oh, on of course he was yeah. on the four chain yeah, yeah. yeah. just like Jeffrey gotcha. was saying candy worker what the right. fuck does that have to do with anything I don't trust but but it, but you start talking <laughs> I, 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 I don't trust him the, the other the other kind of cool thing that was that candy worker right I never trusted her either <laughs> I don't trust her either <laughs> the the other really cool thing that that one one line was working or was talking about we were talking about was uh, you know setting up a lab for different scale systems different networks and just kind of learning the, the systems and now vulnerabilities how to patch it how to make them you know better and safer uh, and, and you had kind of said something like, oh those are really expensive uh, uh, you know I couldn't get a hold of them like you, you don't pay for that kind of stuff you know you you work with a vendor you, you, you model new things um, tell us about your lab hack well and that where's that, it out right now that kind of worked out um, I, I don't know what kind of strings my vendor pulled uh, but he got me. He got me a couple uh, Schweitzer, which is the uh, the overwhelming majority sure. product in the industry these days. Uh, it used to be GE and Westinghouse, and mm -hmm. they just didn't keep up. Uh, he got me some. You know, the the most common model uh, relay or computer used in the power system is like a 351S. Uh, so he got me one of those and a outdated com box which it's not the one i wanted but uh, i mean so but you know what there are probably thousands of those things still in yeah, service exactly. so there's probably vulnerabilities to them uh that are not being kept up on their firmware updates 
So this is it Schweitzer, you said? Schweitzer Engineering Laboratories. The Schweitzer Engineering Laboratories have a bug bounty program? Yeah, yes, they do. Really? Well, do they? Wait, well, I don't, I don't know if that's. Hold on, hold on. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. <laughs> now who's got the chubby? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. What was it? Okay, so, so bug bounty program. So, so oh, bug bounty. Sorry, no. Okay. I don't know. Uh, you I don't know. know. I don't know. Man, let me just tuck this they back might, in. They might because because they regularly <coughs> issue firmware updates for all their products. Okay. And if you buy one of their products, you are automatically on a list and they send you like, hey, we noticed this vulnerability, please update your product. Okay, interesting. How many of those would you have under one person's responsibility to update? You know, even a small utility could have hundreds of So they're never being done, So probably. What, what would be the patch management schedule? Yeah. You, you would, you know, you would just have to do it, you'd have to have a guy who, that's his job. So, so it's not like Patch Tuesday. Yeah, it's Patch Every Day. So, because do, do these updates require some sort of downtime, or is it live? Uh, you know, I sometimes yes and no. Some, uh, I think I, I could be terribly wrong in this one because I haven't actually done it. Uh, one of my customers bricked a machine recently, uh, trying to update it. Uh, Sounds right. I mean, <laughs> but, but, but well, for the most the part, they do have to. Um, I think they do have to restart. They okay. have to turn off and then turn back on again. Which so then your backup systems if, go and they. Well, you don't always have backup systems. <laughs> <laughs> if, well, we're talking rural, right? You know, yeah. so, but if if, 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 if it's it during windy weather, for yeah, <laughs> a ural, a ural, a a ural uh, utility. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of business in there. A rural utility. Or <laughs> rural, yeah. Utility. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's pretty low budget. Uh, I've worked for a phone company that decided they wanted to give them cell phones. They didn't have a, a voicemail system that uh, would notify people, so I got to write notification. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> by hand, rural, yes, Whoa. Uh, rural is yeah, scary in and the utility. Well, sector. what's nice There's is not money there. Yeah, no one would yeah. ever attack that. Like, oh, I guess you could. Uh, uh, there, hold on. So, uh, 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 welcome to all. Come visit my town. There are some reasons, you know, corporate espionage, just plain dickery. Yeah, once it gets to the internet, they you'll have bots attacking. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so the, uh, back to your question, when you do an, a firmware update, I think most of them do have to turn off and on again. Um, and if the settings are such, there could be some setting that goes one zero real quick, and that could cascade and cause a problem. So for the most part, you do, uh, I, I've seen situations where they have, they physically unplug everything out of the back, update it, wow. plug every, and screw everything back in. Oh, which encourages people not to update. It's exactly. a pain in the butt, and, and there are incompatibility issues. You know, if you've got a line protection, which Can means... Can I interrupt for a second? Oh, my, my charger cord for my phone is, like, not working at all. I got it. This is an emergency. Oh, we have to deal with So the podcast. <laughs> no problem. Microhub. All right, we're with... Okay, so if you've got, like, a line uh, differential, you, you have uh, uh, two computers about several miles away, and they're communicating constantly. And if uh, you would have to turn them both off to update one and then the other on the firmware, sure. we just we just tried installing two that had different firmwares because you buy one in August and then you buy one six months later right. and it's got a newer firmware 
and they they do not agree. Well, that that's good. That's better than you know consumer routers at the very least, right? You know, but so. also I don't give a shit about consumer routers. No, I give a shit about infrastructure. I do now. Yeah. And the other thing is again, they, they have to be physically at these systems in order to, to update the patch, right? Or, or I, that's how I've ever seen. I've never actually. I, no one's ever paid me oh, to do it, so I've never got to see an automated So the the, the last question is, I, and I think you could through some of the devices. Like if they're connected oh, to a twenty one hundred, you could probably go through that one and push the updates. Right. But I, uh, it would st you'd still have to be sitting there with the terminal. You might as well just plug in. Right. Okay. So so the other question, you don't have to actually give the default credentials on the podcast. <laughs> um, but but how you know default creds is is the concept of hey you know it, it, was, it was just there to set up and, and and it's a if they don't change it that's really silly but how prevalent are default creds within I've I've yeah default credentials is it's blessing and a curse because I love it when they don't change them because when they call me to come fix something I can plug in immediately and start fixing yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to track down that guy who There's, changed yeah. it who's or maybe it, not even there. Yeah, it's written somewhere. It, they 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 don't have they don't necessarily have password management and with right. so many relays you you can't just write a list. You have to have active, up to date password management and they've just started introducing devices to help you with that. Sure. Um, and more importantly, training. Uh, but wow. but for the most part, I'll, yeah, a lot of the uh, Switzer products are probably still floating around, actively working just fine with their default passwords. But that's common, not just in. I mean, hell, that's something that's been going on with with routers for years and sure. all kinds of oh, sure. network well, devices. I, I just changed mine to password. Of yeah, course, yeah. That's safer, right? Add a one at the end and you're oh, and, set. And make the A and at and you know one oh, of the S yeah, is a dollar yeah. I'll something. I'll speak and you're good to get easy. You know? uh, but I, I, I agree on like the consumer level kind of stuff that no one no one normally takes care of that. But to back to your point, what is what is breaking consumer level uh, router do? It gives me free access to Wi-Fi for whatever, or I can put a bot or no or you case. could. Uh, own the home network of right. a guy who works for a company who's VPN okay, yeah. so to the so infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you could use it as a tech service to their VPNs or whatever there is, but again, this is prevalent within the infrastructure. But that's right. exactly yeah. my point, though, at yeah. the same time, is that um, imagine, you know, if, I don't know, you had a botnet that was attacking Soho routers that were vulnerable to shell shock, because there's only like 15 out there on the net that are, right? Uh, or other vulnerabilities that are out there, and the you're 40, able the to... The 40 D-Links that were announced today. You're right, yeah, right. Oh man, D-Links get, uh, they get spanked left and right. Just, yeah. But, uh, so, you know, all these people who are doing work, at, you know, th there is a lot of potential there for... Uh, even on an automated level to see interesting networks even if you like say they're, they're connecting to a VPN with the domain of like something that you would be interested in like a power company's domain or a company like Halliburton or, or Shell you could really start like okay yeah. these are interesting let's poke around more so yeah. go, going back even to, to traditional, if I can use that term in InfoSec, but traditional targets on, on the network, you know, we talk about DOSing with with packets and overloading, you know, just, just communication scenes, but shoot, what about DOSing a major server by hitting the power grid that it's uh. attached to? 
you know <laughs> I mean <laughs> oh wow yeah imagine if you could just DOS the VPN server yeah so that no one could fix it yeah we've been involved with tests of the scan infrastructure before and we're basically told um, no you can't scan this right you scan it it'll die yeah. Yeah. No, please don't. You're not, you're, not talk, you're not talking about a crafted DOS. You're talking about nmap. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, and everyone who's run nmap has had some funny stuff happen yeah. to devices on the network. I mean, especially when printers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's really sucky when it's a check printer and you're just oh, printing out man. just checks after checks. I, I actually With that magnet. I actually <laughs> with that magnetic ink. It's <laughs> yeah. expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah that's happened to me. Like the, uh, I think it was a Rico. Uh, oh, yeah, the multifunctions. Oh, and, and oh. But Ricos are a pain in the ass. Where they they came out, they reimaged it. It still wouldn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but you know we're, we're talking about yeah we're talking about crafting like Stuxnet level viruses. No, you don't even need you. to do and that. And at this yeah. point, it's you know, hey, are you there? And it's. Some yeah, sort of, what's that? they opened a, f yeah. like they bumped into it and it took it out. I mean, imagine. Yeah, this is quantum <laughs> physics well, level stuff that because we observe it, it dies. It's like in Breaking Bad with the big <laughs> magnet. You can, I mean, that's what I'm thinking right now. And not even just wiping out anything. Just like having the magnetic strength to just sure. nudge something over and take out yeah. the grid. I mean, geez. And some so, of the conversations that continue were, were uh, you know, we talk about the uh, smart meters. Right. And yes. How all of that is now, I mean, it's inevitable this is happening. Oh, yes. It's just um, a matter of time. And they ninja into people's houses to put those damn things on. I'm going to resist that right, as To be a fair, they ninja into your house every month to read the meter. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. Heads up. Like, people don't forget, nowadays, today, more often than not, you have people walking into your backyard every day with a clipboard. Like, and everybody's totally cool with that. Well, I have a well, question. outside. The negative to me, though, for, for the, the smart meters not the risk to me having a smart meter. It's that if somebody can mass hack those and s say, I'm sending, you know, small amounts of electricity back, because it, it's about, you know, if you have uh, solar and all the other powers and going back into the grid, and you manipulate the data mm -hmm. of what you say you're sending and what you're actually sending. That's something and I've you, researched and you, heavily. And you amplify that across the neighborhood, you could completely uh, all about this infrastructure we're talking about. Yeah, I encourage everybody to look at uh, Puerto Rico and smart meters and, and uh, <laughs> the fraud rates yeah. involved. <laughs> we used to, five years ago, every, <laughs> I worked for a magnet company, yeah. and they yeah. did that. It's two by two by one neodymium magnet N42, so it's one of the weakest ones. Well, and they would put it, We, I would, <coughs> I would sell hundreds of those to You were doing that? You? How could you? Yeah, yeah, what, what was your handle again? <laughs> Mexico. Who is an expert on Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, oh, uh, but with the smart meters, okay, uh, depending on which uh, power company, you know, there's yeah. multiple um, bands that they're operating on. Mm -hmm. Most of them are on the, uh, what is it, ISM? Is that what you call it? Yeah, ISM bands. So with a SDR dongle, uh, for you to be able to pick that up, most of your like cheap, like the, the $20 ones, you need to get a down converter that you can get from Alibaba for like 10 bucks. And that's made for um, basically like overseas, you'll have OTA television that's digital. Mm -hmm. And you know, like here, you'll have like four or five channels or whatever, sub-channels mm -hmm. on your on your OTA 
broadcast there it's almost like a satellite type system sure. and so you have it's OTA but it's almost like it's it's effectively the same as satellite and so they have these down converters for like analog TVs so that you can just turn the channel without a converter box they have a down <coughs> converter made for that so it puts it down into the uh, the 700 to whatever 800 megahertz spectrum and you can buy those and those operate on ISM bands in the US so you buy this little down converter and you're able to pick up smart meter uh, data on a $20 dongle. So for yeah. 30 bucks total, yeah. you're reading the SDR data. Well, the, guy that runs, uh, the guy that runs uh, Lai, he actually did that. Oh, he, okay. actually, he actually got one, one of those and started reading his neighbor's meter. Exactly, and my whole thing was, with the low barrier, barrier to entry with all this stuff, people are thinking about hackers. Hell no, you need to start thinking about like your petty theft type yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Because anyone could go on YouTube and watch some like, you know, kid playing techno, typing in notepad, showing you how to do all of this stuff. Tracer T. Yeah. And you download, like, you know, you download the utilities for free because it's all FOSS usually, or you can pirate the rest. And then you buy commodity hardware for less than 100 bucks. You can now put a sensor in a neighborhood and know the usage of the power and can know when people are home and when they're not so that when you break in you're going to know that that person's going to be at work more than likely because their power is the lowest from you know 10:30 a.m. till 12:30 a.m. so the wife's gone doing her thing and you can go in and break in that's like the very basic yeah. shit yeah. and that's going to happen until they encrypt it but, but even then but it's the most basic shit right now period with the with the, the smart meters is that's not where it's going to be where it's going to be is when we're giving power back into the grid. right yeah yeah but so when you do that they have to monitor that they have to know that and how the hell are they going to get that information from that smart meter yeah. yeah so if you can make that smart meter lie and you can right yeah of what it, of what is actually coming out there you're going to completely destroy the infrastructure right i mean if, if we're sending Ten times the power mm -hmm. that you're expecting to receive. Well, well no, 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 no. Well, see, this is we have one person who actually has some some experience, inside yeah. experience. Okay, yeah. Yeah. One line, what do you think? A, about as that? of right now, that would have no effect because we, our our systems right now are just watching the. It, it, we we have. We I've don't we some. don't care about what stuff is happening down the line. We have we have on in the substation meters, uh, right. and CTs and PTs. They're just watching That's for, for problems. Yeah. Good. So you now. You, that's like legit, you're doing you know, you're doing yeah, economic yeah. damage because you're messing with revenue, and that's a that's a whole different game. Um, and and I do think as soon as somebody starts messing with the power company's revenue, then <laughs> then they'll start making. <laughs> and the problem is, SCADA is still new to our industry, to where it's still in a lot of instances it's being run by the guy who is savvy with computers. It's not being run by. You know, they, they'll spend thousands of dollars on, on me to design their, their settings and make it so the lights flicker instead of going out. And then they'll spend a fraction of that on their, on their infrastructure IT guys to set up their SCADA system. Wow. And, and they shouldn't be. I, I think the guys, 
setting up the SCADA should be uh, very professional. They should be uh, pen testing and and very knowledgeable about what's going on. It's a big deal. The, the one thing, if I can <coughs> reinforce anything, and I can rehear it back me, is the way you said this, this couldn't, that example couldn't have an effect because you have actual sensors that you're monitoring, you don't give a crap about the endpoint. Yeah. Keep it that way. Never trust us. Yeah. Never trust the endpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. Never yeah. Take that, take that yeah. from from just never trust the clients. Yeah. <laughs> never trust the well, end user. The, I mean, there, there are still, yeah, the end user... There, there are still ways to manipulate because we do rely on SCADA communications and, and well I have an idea maybe you could tell me if it's a valid pursuit or not alright how are you um, going to attack us alright yeah so, <laughs> so like the uh, sad bugs, don't you? In, in, in this in this example uh, with the smart meters of course smart meters also aside from you know knowing when uh, there's benefits for the power grid not having smart meters right mm -hmm. but the economic advantage is variable price rates with during peak hours, you can charge a shit ton more than low peak hours and give benefits to people who are not using as much power. It, the sell, the pitch, is you get a cheaper bill if you don't use your power at, I don't, if you're not washing clothes from, you know, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. type mm -hmm. thing, right? Yeah. So during that time frame, you have a significantly higher uh, charge per kilowatt hour. Yeah. Uh, by a multiple of close to 10, 8 to 10 percent in my uh, theoretical research. So um, the idea is, uh, are you familiar with the Faraday cage? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Faraday caging the actual meter itself, putting in a, a SDR meter as I just talked about where you're, you're pulling that smart meter information and bringing it to a computer that then time shifts your usage by 12 hours that is then sending it out via a hack RF to where basically what you're doing is uh, taking all of that legitimate data from the smart meter but time shifting by 12 hours so that you are only getting charged for you know the three to four cent usage during peak hours versus the the full rate. And the meter reader is just driving down the street now. Yeah, yeah. They're driving down the alley, so he doesn't see it. Yeah, yeah. In this theoretical situation, uh, I I think where they're wanting to go first, like as right now, they're trying to do where where the meter readers drive down the street, uh -huh. and then their their system is just automatically polling as they drive past. In that instance, well, I, I would say this one that I'm speaking of is a mesh network per neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they, I think in some, they're they're going that way in some places. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're mimicking your your reader and just lying about it a mm -hmm. bit, then yeah, you could totally get away with that. Um, you, a, a small household, would not really. Say, I mean, you, we're not talking about very much money to where it's so little that unless entire scale, communities jumped scale. onto it, right? Uh, Puerto Rico, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. It now, like two thirds of Puerto Rico, yeah, manipulating their meters. Uh, <laughs> whereas, if like a you know major industri industrial customer, oh, of course, would, you'll would do something it. like that. Well, you you. This is Why about not? just a proof of concept of, of being a cheapskate yeah. and being able to not have a, a high yeah. energy bill. 
Yeah, you're you're such a you're you're a drop in in the flow for your area that they wouldn't notice the discrepancy. <laughs> I did. Except when you went from five hundred dollars a month electricity to eighty. Well, you could. But that's the thing. You're manipulating the data so you can roll it down. Yeah, and the whole incentive of this is to be using your shit off hours. So, like, they don't want you to be using, uh, you know, uh, your your utilities. During peak hours, because that's the highest strain on like the grid. Perfect for grow houses, right? Well, see, that's my whole thing: yeah. is grow houses. Everyone is scared of smart meters because of grow houses, and so you could just kind of you obviously wouldn't want to do the twelve-hour thing because it's the exact same. But just kind if of your meter says peak you didn't, it. then well, it didn't happen. Well, yeah, with, with the thing with the grow ops is that pack it, peak caps, or it never happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But with grow grow ops, the the whole thing with the smart meter is it's like hardly anything. Then spike for this time frame, then down, then spike, and it's a pattern. So doing the time shifting wouldn't work on that. You would have to actually. No, yeah, no, I wasn't. Yeah, talking it, time time shift. Right, right. Normalize just, just yeah, exactly. Well, you wouldn't want to completely go off. Yeah, I, I would think that. Just flatten the line a little. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Put a curve in it, actually. Right. That would yeah. be some interesting data analysis. If, like, for one, the co-op or the, the electric company, like, probably wouldn't care. Uh, like, they're not actually monitoring individual home usage. But it would be funny, you know, if they had all that data coming in, they you could do some interesting data analysis. Well, the, the I mean, there's been evidence. The, they may not be interested. Yeah, no, no, but they, they've actually used there's smart meters to bus grow ups. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's happened, yes. uh, and that's why it's a, that's a way concern. easier than sending out people for infrared. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what a, a great idea is having a site where we everybody posts their smart meter data. Well, well, yeah, honestly, but so that you can average it and come up with a what you want to emulate. <laughs> oh, that's the most that's average. Awesome. Hey, I know a way to, to get uh, that. Yeah, that was Google did that for, for, a few no, years for, ago for your for your region. So right. Because if the temperatures are a certain point here, right, right, yeah, you're, you're, that you're right. you can average that data is radio transmitted. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So no, you no, it, yourself. You can it, grab it. It's unencrypted, yeah. right? No, it is. It is. Probably. You could be the most average in your neighborhood exactly. easily, then, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whiskey was talking about the you know the the uh, petty theft part. Right. Um, instead, you just go through the neighborhoods and you grab the data so that you can be exactly average. Yeah. And do petty theft as a side job. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing a grow up, clearly you're not a good guy. Hacker, drug Imagine this. Imagine you want to have a grow up. You use this tech for less than a hundred bucks to be able to do the petty theft, to sell the stuff, flip all of it, or just steal the the cash that you'd find under someone's mattress, and then you have you have the money to buy your lamps and all. You're still not gonna. You've convinced you're, you're me. You're what you're <laughs> yeah. Ross Ulbricht, eat one, your heart out. One wire, just so you know, uh, we're made of a group of worst case scenario. We go down that slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. He, he, he was so bright and happy until yeah. I started him kind of doing Now he's here. He's like, oh my God, oh, the world yeah. has entered in. Yeah, I, I've, I've been trying to look at the settings to see how I could set a transformer on fire by, by falsifying. Good yeah. boy. No, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly. the hacker mindset. I, I, right I think you could do it. You could. I think I think if you falsified some of the some of the protections, it's time for a proof well, of concept. It's time for a proof of concept. It's time for a blog well, entry. Well, I mean, there there are a lot of protections on a transformer, so 
It, but the generators, I've actually seen video footage of a generator being uh, manipulated with, through the SCADA system to self-destruct, yeah. to shake itself. You could do that. Uh, or actually easier ones, there are not very many of them uh, around bigger cities, but in the rural world they use them a lot. Uh, it's called a regulator, voltage regulators. They're just these sort of half transformers. And there's a weird situation where they work fine most of the time. But there's a weird condition where if you flip one switch while it's running under a certain condition, it will immediately explode. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not going to touch them. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do a lot Let of homework touch before them. I ever touch them. Yeah, we, but we can, but that's a, that's an actual thing uh, where where people have like oh in this situation I've got this switch closed here and I just when you switch it to a different operating mode and boom it explodes um, and sometimes we it, need to do this. This is now like screw phones. Screw so if, if those are hooked, you know if those are hooked up in the SCADA and you can auto you know just change a bit which will have it switch over to that mode. Uh, yeah, that would be really easy to hopefully they start getting load. some sort of input validation but obviously once you go if you're able to get access to it you can turn a lot of that on well I mean yeah you, it's, as soon as you get access to uh, some of the main uh, <coughs> where all the where all, everybody comes to the skated boxes There's the most popular one right now is called a 3530 or a 2100 once you get access to those, you can push new settings to, yeah. and those settings could say anything. They could say this value is now one, and these inputs are now this, or these outputs close regularly, or right. you can put a timer on. They're you digital push, dip switches. Yeah, you can mm -hmm. make any logic you want. Um, you could, you could, you could set code in there with these settings and put have it some timer logic that if this situation happens, like a lightning strike, then run my my nasty stuff, and it would take. A long time for anybody to be like, what happened here? Why would yeah. they build it like this? Right. That's what Stuxnet did. So yeah, and uh, uh, so that's that's kind of <coughs> nasty. There there is uh, record keeping where the the relay does say like when was it last modified? Who, if you don't have the default credentials, uh, <laughs> updated it with, with new settings. Oh, <laughs> so there is some of that, but I'm sure with enough patience and work, you could come up with a way to scrub that and you know yeah. uh, hack it from a toaster. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, where does your uh, just kind of as, as a little meta? Where does your your, your handles one line? Where does that come from? Uh, the one line in uh, a power system is the most simple uh, description of of the power system to give you the, to give me the protection engineer the most information that I need. You know, for instance, we we know that your electric system is three phase. Uh, well, when I'm designing where stuff goes and what uh, where the protection systems are, I don't need to draw all three lines on the drawing. I draw one single line to represent all three lines. Um, and so the one line is kind of the basic drawing that, that gets everything started and, and that's the first drawing I look at when I get onto a job to, okay, what went wrong? And I start from there and then you can go to other drawings that have more detail. The three lines shows you the three phases. Uh, there's DC drawings, there's uh, AC drawing, you know, you, you just work your way down to more and more detail. Sure. But uh, I've uh, always liked the one line. That, I always thought that's it was an important drawing. I think that's a great question. I don't think everybody is ever given the descriptions of their handles and why they <laughs> chose them. Yeah. This well, is, I think, a great Yeah, you start with yours. Waterfall. <coughs> Waterfall's a um, yeah. firewall, isn't it? Right. Well, I, I, I love spoonerisms. Mm -hmm. And uh, Wirefall is a splinterism of firewall. Mm -hmm. But it was also my background with the military, which was radio. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I saw the communications, but this is back in the early 90s, that we're, things are going to go wireless, we're going to start uh, you know, getting rid of all of the wired things, and we're going to lose wires, so the fall of wires. Uh -huh. Uh, so wirefall was splinters for security as well as my wireless background. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, yeah, works. Yeah. So mine comes from uh, uh, a play on words and a detail that's important that I will keep <laughs> confidential. And so. you know, <laughs> that, that that girl will. She's pretty crazy. Crazy. All right. Yeah. So been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey whiskey yeah. Neon. I wanna, I'm curious about this one. This is like cyberpunk drinking. Right, 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 right yeah. Whiskey <coughs> Neon is literally uh, a, like whiskey because, you know, the, the, the delicious beverage. Also, the uh, the NATO fanatic, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Right. But, and it's November. Right. But, yeah, but Neon's, Neon's like sexy cyberpunk. So that's why we went Neon. Yeah, so it's whiskey. Noble, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, and, and everyone knows me for being noble, so. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey noble. <laughs> All right. You and your twin bourbon xenon. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's when I go underground, dude. Why did you dox me on bourbon Wow. That sounds like a comic. God, you just point. you just got my dark web. <laughs> So Rex, how'd you come up with Rex? <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did your mom come it's, up with Rex? <laughs> no, 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 no. True story, true story. Uh, when my my dad flew over from Vietnam over here, mm -hmm. uh, his co-pilot had also had a son. Mm -hmm. He named his son Roy. Okay. So I came out later. So he named me Rex. And right. for and for and and still, it, it's a very unique name. I give him that, you know, and. Not there, and and so it, and then last name begins with a T, mm -hmm. so it just stuck with just your childhood well, must have been bad. Rex is also the Latin name for king, king. right? Yes, yeah. it is. So it was also I mean, Roy. Yeah. 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 We're going to talk That's about real names. Um, I mean, go on meetup. You know, everybody knows who the hell I am. Yeah, but uh, my last name's Dykes. Okay, it's a great yeah. last name. Now, I wasn't supposed to be a boy. They thought I was a girl. So they had the girl's name picked out. Oh. Dustin was the closest thing to the girl's name. That's why I'm Dustin. <laughs> um, the name they had picked out for me was Destiny. So I would have been Destiny Dykes. Oh, well, an you would have been an amazing stripper. stripper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So, wow. Wow. Nobody would have believed it. It's like, so it's your name? Destiny. Yeah, Destiny <laughs> no, no, Dykes. really. What's no, your name? Really, yeah. <laughs> Stage names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tinker's just straightforward. It's 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 Tinker because uh, I like Tinker and various different things. My background's very jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done a yeah. You, one line can speak to that. I've I've worked in delis. I've worked in theaters. Uh, uh, worked in uh, 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 law firms. Um, used cars. Uh, no, not used cars. I rented cars. Oh yeah, you you, you were a uh, um, recruiter. I was about not the same as. Oh, that, that's actually, <laughs> as my dad would say, a step below. And that's given used car salesmen the bad names. Yeah. Uh, I was an IT recruiter for a bit. I was in the military. Um, and, and so I've done a lot of things. I like tinkering. I, mean, I was a welder, uh, a pipe fitter. Uh, built uh, skyscrapers in Dallas. And so 
uh, I tinker with a lot of things. Uh, I specifically really like Tinker as well because, as opposed to like Tinker or something along those lines, Tinker starts going into fun things like Tinker Bell along those lines. I like gender ambiguity, especially on the internet. And uh, I swear there's a lot of people that, that have the hots for me thinking I'm female, but uh, I'm a beautiful man. <laughs> so that's the security no, right there. No. no. <laughs> I'm going to so, put that to rest. No, no he's I, not. I, 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 mean, <laughs> I think I'm gorgeous. But, but yeah, so it's just, it's just tinkering with shit. And, uh, I'm not an expert by any means, but I, I definitely will mess around with things. So. Isaac. Yeah. Um, Isaac's, not your real, <laughs> Isaac's not your real name. No, nothing fantastic. Uh, while I am a huge Primus fan, hmm. I suck. Sounded a little too self-deprecating. Um, but no, seriously. Uh, Jeez. Ages ago, I created an email and used just a, a fake name for general <laughs> ambiguity or anonymity. And... Um, I got to DC214, started talking on the mailing list, and before I came up with like an actual real handle, um, everybody had already started knowing me by Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> That's how so, I, I always thought your name so, was. So yeah, it, no, it just kind of yeah. stuck. Um, the only thing that throws most people off is I spell it with one S. Yeah. Um, now, interesting, interestingly enough, I kind of went with Isaac for the on anonymity in the first place. Um, uh, <laughs> I have a tendency to do shit like really stupid. So you increase like, the signal? Boy Scouts. Citizenship badge. Have to write a report on an American figure. At the time I was on a World War II kick, I had gotten to the point where I was so sick and tired of writing about Eisenhower again. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Hitler! Wasn't even thinking about it. Turn in the report, and they look at me like, this is supposed to be an American figure. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, getting back to the Isaac part, um, confirmation. Had to pick a name. Hmm. And supposed to be a saint. And I was like, Isaac. They're like, there is no saint. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no. Like, the, no worries, the, I misspelled it. The one the with Abraham's, one S. Abraham's kid. And they're like, wait, what? That's the name you pick? Turns out, years later, I'm at like a Borders or something. Um, actually, it wasn't Borders. I think it was Walden. But anyways. Oh, oh no, that's different. That's different. Yeah. I, was, I was at a bookstore, and there's this book about... <laughs> a what? A what? A, a bookstore. Book. And it, it, it's like a brick and mortar app. Store. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And Amazon for real life. Yeah. Um, so there happens to be this book about saints, and ironically enough, there is a, a saint named Isaac. All those ignorant fools are walling in their um, graves. He was I'm also sorry, like horribly massacred yes. by a tribe of Indians because they didn't like him trying to convert them. Well, I mean, you know. Oh. Oh. Do a so that's kind of where all that comes from. All right. And run Mexico! This is going to be the most entertaining of I knew this was as soon as he said something. I was like, there we go. That's it. So this came about a while back ago, and it was given to me. So I had no, no <laughs> say. Only you're you're supposed to be given your hacker yes. handle. Yeah. If you watch it's hackers, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a different circumstance. Anyways, um, 
I I don't re remember exactly how this happened, but it involves uh, me having sex with some girl. Um, That's usually how it starts. And uh, I think we were sitting around and... <laughs> Having sex. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, it, it came to hold because I, I don't know if we had sex with one girl or another girl. What? What? We, we, we we had sex with me. Whoa. Me. me. Uh, it's the royal And a buddy goes like, you know, he's like, uh, you probably, I don't remember, he said something, he caught something. Yeah. Like, Ron, like actually, there's a Ron Mexico out there. It's a, a football player's name. Um, what's his name? When Ron you say Mexico. football, do you mean like Football or something? <laughs> no, like yeah. football American. Thank American you. Football. Okay. Probably. And, uh, well, his name was Ron Mexico. So he, he gave a chick uh, herpes or something. And so, <laughs> All right, good so story. For some reason, I got tagged. This. Whoa, you got tagged. We got <laughs> herpes? I got tagged the name oh, Ron Mexico. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no herpes here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, ladies. Uh, yeah, they're going to get tested. But, um, Not until it inflames. Yeah, so I don't. <laughs> So they just said, he's like, hey, man, because he slept with this chick. And he's like, you didn't catch anything like Ron Mexico? And I was like, no, I don't think so. But it just stuck with it. And if, and if you have more input. Oh, you caught it. Well, yeah. we, 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 you could have chosen the other handle, too. Mini Chewy. <sighs> Mini Chewy, <laughs> not that, too. Was this just... Now, he... he, so he, he so we, we have a massive Halloween party every year. And because uh, my wife and I got married on Halloween. Right. Um... <laughs> And he came, um, Ron Mexico is not the tallest man you've ever met, no. right? No. 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 None of us. Well, some of us are taller than others, but Ron Mexico is not the tallest man you've met. <laughs> he came as Chewbacca. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is presumptuous for most of us here. Um, and so uh, um, people were joking that... What are you, an Ewok? <laughs> right? And so we just start calling we just start calling him Mini Chewy. Mini Chewy. So yeah, I guess you choose so, Ron Mexico or Mini Chewy. So is Ron yeah. Mexico to Wirefall as Mr. Chin is to Whiskey and Eel? Yeah, it sure sounds like is that. Is he your Mr. Chin Chris. that you just pick on and he deals with? No, no. Oh, wow. It comes up. We all, you know, some people like to abuse and some people like to I, I, I do it to myself. Hey, if he was here, he could defend me for all that happened <laughs> this weekend. Well, that's true. Yeah. But you still didn't buy him cigars. I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I wish he getting married, to those listening. Yeah, he had his bachelor party on Saturday. Well, he had his bachelor party and he's still getting married. That was not, you did not... Accomplish your goals. That wasn't my goal per se. My goals first. I pivoted. I pivoted. I pivoted. Okay. When opportunities present themselves, you pivot. So yeah. All right. And then we had one more talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did have a talk scheduled. Uh, uh, Vernon, uh, who's Woody's bro, uh, he came out, and I'm telling you, like, I really wish. Basically, what happened was nothing failed as far as his program. It's just similar to what Woody's issue was with the screen resolution. They're making these things on uh, laptops with screens that have different, uh, it's not widescreen, right? right? So it's 4-3 ratio. And so when he hooks it up to the projector, there goes like half of the application. And what he mm -hmm. wants to show is over to the right and you can't uh -oh. see it. So for I've got the thumb drive with the code and next month I'll bring a standard definition projector. Okay. So. I want to make sure it works beforehand. Or you, can, or you can take our projector and see if you can get it to work with it if you want. 
Oh no, no, I'd rather, I'd rather just do it because then, I, then I'll drop it and then, <laughs> and then we'll be screwed. So, uh, but what what I really want to say about that oh. is he handed me a manual with his program, and I asked him, "Have you sold this?" No. Who have you given this to, Woody? It's an eighty plus page manual it on is a insane. Yeah, screenshots like source code handwritten these guys notes. are no joke yeah. these guys are like I have and never and seen the, and the application is we didn't even mention that the yeah. application is a flight simulator yes in Python it's a, a flight simulator flight yeah simulator. a flight simulator who are these people no, no, but, but let me finish that all right, you remember uh, Woody's little gooey that he yeah. did? Yeah. And it was like with a, a TK, or what uh, was it, K-Tinker or whatever yeah, it is? Uh-huh. That's cool. what it's done in. And all in Python. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this documentation, like, I would, I just w- wish there was a talk on the documentation because sure. I have never seen someone throw something on GitHub with the documentation that I saw on that for just a single person. Right. I mean, we're talking 80 plus pages of documentation on something that only one other person has seen. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who the hell does that for their own shit? No one. And what he said, he has manuals of, of, of the documentation. Yeah. I was like, this needs to be done to show everyone this is how you document code. Yeah, I have I, to reevaluate my professional standards. I'm telling you, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it, it's in a binder type little thing sure. with a cover page. Oh, printed. This yes. has to go beyond just fucking comments. I'm good at comments. Yeah, right. This is like next level shit. No, yeah. This, this is and I'm flipping through it. Yeah, I'm flipping through it and we've got screenshots of everything. I mean, he's gone through and done all of that. And it's, you know, something that he's just kind of doing himself. Like, it's not something that's been released. I've literally got yeah. it in my pocket. If I threw it on the internet, that would be the first time I'm going to do it without his permission. I, say without, I mean, is this something that they want to release? Oh, probably so. I would imagine. Yeah. Hey, but let him do that next one. I'm just saying that I, I would be play. the third person to see this, right? Like, it's pretty crazy. And he hands me the manual. It's like, yeah, you can have it. And that's that's. Unbelievable, and I can't wait to see all that he's done. Yeah. He talked a little bit about it, and uh, yeah, everyone's gonna really appreciate the hell out of that because I can't imagine how much time it took. How, how old is Vernon? Oh, well, he's probably around the same age range, yeah. and he's a ham as well, so okay. uh, yeah. yeah where, where, where my, my mantra is if it was hard to write, it should be hard to read. Well, <laughs> 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 then, but uh. Hey, basically, what what I can see was that uh, it Fuck is, uh, <laughs> it's um, like a complete uh, panel that you can click and and do all kinds of stuff. And oh, and the beautiful thing is, it's based off of the actual DFW like airspace. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. So he was showing me like the locations and stuff on on his little. Uh, the map side of it, so, and he's got another program that ties into all of it, or that he's going to be working on to expand on it. The dude's literally like, I was blown away by it. I can't wait to see that. And no wonder Woody was like, "You've got to come present because it really is impressive." So we'll that'll be next there. month. Those guys, those guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get him out there next, next week. So. Yeah, and right. then uh, to to close it all out, we had some interesting news things. One thing we didn't talk about at DHA that's happened over the past month was uh, this little tiny thing called Venom that, uh, you know, happened. And it, we, it, it, it was such a big deal because, you know, we had an 
awesome, sexy logo mm-hmm. and and all of that. And, and, and song, theme song. And yeah, yeah, I mean, like, right now, if you find, if you found something that's even remotely significant, if you don't have a graphics team working on the logo, if you don't have, uh, like, an, a search engine optimization mm-hmm. team shit. and social media team, no one's going <coughs> to give a shit. This comes out and... I remember, and this is what, what the level at it, because I actually have to write up a lot of these reports for our C-level whenever anything comes out that's branded. If it's not branded, they don't care. Of uh, course, because this so, is everywhere, right? Yeah. I remember the logo of Venom. I cannot remember what it did. Like, What is Venom? It, it, it's the virtual machine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that yeah. was, yeah. It's the yeah. floppy driver. Yeah, breaking Because we still support floppy drivers. Well, because you're loading your Microsoft Office onto your virtual machine. No, I mean, this floppies from from. I mean, on their virtual floppies. Why not just load virtual? Yeah, no, it was, it was because it was kind of cool. I mean, Zen. It really was. It was. This is legitimate. Really, a widespread threat by any means. But some of the cloud providers. But it was. It was cool. Yeah. Breaking out of the. Yeah. It was using the floppy driver and as an attack vector. You didn't even have to have a virtual floppy disk drive right. added to your VM yeah. to be able to use the vector. The code was and still that there. Was, I remember that. Yeah. That was hot. No, uh, so, the, so the person who wrote the, if you looked at the original Venom page, said, do you remember you, you look at the original, it was very well measured. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it said, look, here's what it affects, here's what it does not affect, and here's how you fix it. It was wonderful, and, and, and they fully participated yeah. with all of the affected. Vendors. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. you had a month leeway. Yeah. They, they, they like like Amazon was patched like I think a month before yeah. the public disclosure. The, the the guy who found it. It's, it's an amazing find. It, it was a traditional buffer overflow from what I, what I know of, and and it was great. The article that was associated with it, I think yeah, I yeah. tweeted the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, the article was like, bigger than Heartbleed. And it was like over and over, just could destroy the internet, you know? Because it was, you know, cloud. Yeah. And Amazon Cloud yeah. is something that a lot of corporations use. Sure. So to think that there was a theoretical. Well, I mean, it wasn't theoretical, yeah, but, but that it could have theoretically been used yeah, before sure. it was discovered sure. is something of concern, being that the government uses Amazon's infrastructure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and and Zen is, you know, well, yeah, you know, QMU is what the vulnerability yeah. was. But there's a lot of people who use that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, Zen, Zen is, yeah. uses QMU, yeah, so uh, that's pretty widely deployed right, out right. there. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was still just it like fantastic. As well. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. Did it? Yes, it affected VirtualBox. I thought VirtualBox had fixed at some point. The it, initial... It was, but it, it was after the release. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I, I, I tweeted, uh, I just tweeted like, like the guy's uh, Twitter handle and I was like, man, this guy uh, should write for, like, uh, CSI Cyber or something like that. This is a great line. Drake. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, right. Drake. And, and the uh, the guy, actually, the author, goes, lol, this guy, and quotes me. I was like, I'm, I'm just calling it as a scene. I feel like my paraphrasing of you this. I, so, yeah. the fuck I, So, I come in here, and I see this, like, something I might participate in. Uh, Wirefall just got on the Twitter, and he's talking with his old buddy, Mudge. From uh, Loft days, and and goes, uh, uh, we, we were talking about. Man- I guess you guys were talking about mandatory backdoors and yeah. crypto, yeah. And, and which is something that I've I've been fairly passionate about. And 
four. He's four. The back door. I'm four. Yeah. So so <laughs> let this be the formal uh, announcement. I'm no longer fighting for the republic. Rome did not see its greatness until it uh, achieved empire. It's time we embrace empire. I am taking. Um, uh, I've been starting to look at some of the jobs that the NSA's posted, and those look really cool. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Waterfall gets on Twitter and he's like, yeah, and, and so much, uh, you know, casually, uh, to paraphrase Tinker, um, uh, basically government's asking uh, us to build in, uh, what is it, um, like Kevlar bulletproof vests that allow for friendly 9mm to go through but not allow bad 9mm, which is, which is an analogy I use. Mudge retweets it and then just goes kind of out from there and it goes viral with like 20 retweets. Yeah. I don't know how many was, but... But I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm internet famous for a day. That's that's awesome. But, uh, that's the you. real highlight of the month. And that's the highlight of the year. <laughs> I am internet famous. Yes. Uh, so, and, then, uh, and then we had the whole uh, uh, <laughs> hacking tools or, you know, the export thing with it being classified as weapons. Which I'm like, well, why don't we reuse the whole PGP thing? Uh, and, you know, Amazon CreateSpace exists. Just start taking source code for tons of hacking tools and just make create space books. It's there's no oversight over it. Yeah. You can have it on the Amazon Marketplace and it's kind of like instantly over with again. I don't know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. So how far has this actually gotten? I mean, is there a bill in play? Is no, it's just talk. No. So the the FBI is is trying to push. The, the FBI relies on on the old idea of say something simple and say it over and over and over again. And and their their simple their very simple thing is is we love encryption, but we need to find a balance between total encryption and allowing the government to gain access to documents it needs. The problem is math. Right, and uh, if, if prime you, numbers. Well, yeah. <laughs> on one side, well, right, so, so to put a back door in, or to put multiple keys. You're looking at a management nightmare. All the problems we've had, it's all been because of exporting. Crypto. Yes, because I mean, right. there's been attacks that allow you to downgrade yeah. and then attack. But no, this it, is, but it wouldn't exist if we didn't have those the, the crypto war uh, one where we yeah. had to have right. Yeah, right. no, so, so they're, they're asking for it. Seems the same like thing that something happened. we've already yeah, right. We've, we've already, already hashed this through. Oh, very, we've, already, we've, we've already learned lessons. No. Yeah. Oh. So so here's the thing though. They they've created a, a straw man, uh, a, a couple of them actually. And the idea is they're like, never they're does like, that. like people's yeah, right. Politicians never do that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, uh, James Comey, Jimmy Comey uh, from uh, the FBI uh, is 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 pushing this big thing of. You know, all, all top minds need to say uh, uh, they've uh, they've told us that this is technologically feasible that we can put in back doors, and all of us are like, well, no shit, you can put in back doors. You cannot put back doors in securely. Uh, there's always a the question of, you know, well, how does this affect open source? Are you going to imprison somebody who uses? A non backdoor encryption. Uh, what about overseas? Do we lose uh, people over there? What if Russia wants to put them back? Do we put a backdoor in for everybody? These are global companies, so on and so forth. It's silly, but they're still pushing us. And I, they know what's going on. They know the whole thing, but they're pushing this idea that we can have a balance. But you either have secure or you have insecure, and you put in any kind of backdoor and it becomes insecure. Well, yeah, so, that's the whole point Edward yeah. Snowden was making was that uh, he explained that you know these tools do work. Uh, how the NSA, you know, they they would much rather go and put back doors and shit right. because when encryption's good, your prime numbers are high enough, right. 
it's 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 a matter of needing quantum computing to be able to do that they they would it's much easier and available for them to force backdoors versus yeah. you know so that's why well vetted open source cryptography is like the the biggest fuck you to the NSA yeah it is and it's because the they literally are limited by space time <laughs> <laughs> So, Poodle, Freak, what was the most recent named... Uh, Venom was the most recent. What was Venom uh, Export Grade? That was the... No, that was the uh, No, what was the most recent oh, one? That was um, Export Grade stuff. Uh, oh, God damn it. Uh, oh, no, no, freaking... Uh, I thought Matthew Green and them put uh, this out. It was... I'm sorry, Matthew, I love you. Um, it was another uh, attack against um, Export Grade Crypto. Uh, shit, I can't remember what the name of it is, so... Yeah, even your brand names aren't sticking with me. Some of the bitches stick with CDs. Um, but yeah, so so any kind of anytime they put these in, it always comes back to bite us, and, and it, it's just silly that they're trying to do it. But really, what they want to be able to do is just gain access and not security. They they want the surveillance, not the safety. And it's but that. But then you also have um, they're either using these systems logjam. Then it just takes logjam. Yeah, it was logjam. There, there you go. go. But then you're they're either using these systems, which just takes a Snowden to now compromise them. Right. Yeah. Or they're not using them, which means they're not what everybody else is using. Mm -hmm. Which means they're internally developed with the NSA and not completely peer reviewed other than through the NSA, which I'm saying they have significant resources. They do. But they aren't the resources of the world community. Yeah. Yeah. That so, is mature. The cryptographic. Right, right. So, so they are mature. more this makes them more vulnerable. Yeah. Period. And it that does. does exist, and a lot of mm -hmm. what they use. Uh, I mean, there. If you look at a lot of the crypto that the NSA's developed for DOD and other, you know, government uses, it's not publicly disclosed or any of that. You know, AES is like the highest level encryption that's publicly given out by the NSA as far as a standard that's used uh, and yeah it's interesting but, but the, given the paranoia do you think they don't backdoor their own stuff yeah, probably yeah so then it just takes one renegade not renegade he just <laughs> 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 one, one, one lone wolf yeah, lone wolf's left us as well yeah. <laughs> to compromise an entire agency. yeah and, and, and that's kind of thing is is I don't know if it's short-sightedness. I, 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 the idea of underestimating any sort of threat actor is a bad idea, but I, oftentimes I can understand the internal logic. At this one, looking at the recent uh, House Oversight Committee discussion, I, we, we talked about this one last, uh, last month, I believe, but where you had elements of, uh, of um, the attorney generals and the, or, or at least the DAs, uh, elements of the FBI and and also on the flip side uh, civil liberties and um, and, and cryptography. Uh, uh, Matthew Blaze was was on that one. Uh, they were talking in front of Congress and Congress came back oh, and, yeah. and, and said y'all about it y'all fucking loon. So so yeah. I I'm actually I'm I'm more worried about you know uh, renewals within the the the. The Patriot Act, uh, Freedom Act, like that, and, and the export grade stuff that they're right. kind of that they are probably going to put in um, for uh, for exploit tools and network sniffers and the Wasserman Treaty and Agreement and all that good stuff. I'm more worried about that than the idea of backdooring crypto. Backdooring crypto 
honestly, at this point, I'm I'm getting to the point that I believe that they're just shouting at it just to distract us from something else. I mean, what else is going on? Because they can mandate it, but... It, Squirrel. Yeah, exactly. They can mandate it, and here we are. We're fighting the backdoors and cryptos when they're slipping in the export treaty. They're, they're slipping in all these other things, and so yeah. I, I don't think this is a threat. They're, they can't they can't do it if they do mandate it, shy of literally making it illegal to use software. Uh, and, and all of this has been export grade. That's assuming that we have the best shit. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so you can, you, can, you can import German crypto. Right. You can import. But, yeah. And, and, yeah. and at the level of what the internet is saying, this is not the nineties. You don't have to publish a book on PGP. You can post it to Pastebin. Yeah. I mean, like th this kind of stuff is it. It's not a fight. So honestly, I'm going to say right here on DH uh, uh, Dallas Hackers After Hours. Um, Jimmy Comey uh, uh, pushing out the idea of backdoors in, in crypto is a red herring. He doesn't believe it. He doesn't want it. He doesn't care. But if he shouts uh, quite a lot and we put our effort into fighting backdoors in crypto, then they pass the Wassenaar uh, Agreement uh, Treaty with making all of our uh, uh, pen test tools and network sniffing at export level at that point where we can be arrested. So what the fuck happens to DHA and actually the pen testing community and I can everything? You, I, what, what happens? I can tell you right now. In the words of Waterfall, we fuck him. Yeah, no, that that's terrifying, right? Yeah, it, it, it's it's weird. No, no, to no, be no it's, it's terrifying yeah. for them it's, because that's literally the only option left at that point. It's almost like uh, you know all the the. Uh, it's a, a small over, group over, versus. Over, they're coming for our guns. That's basically yeah. what it is. Majority of even offensive security people are good people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And when you make all of us criminals, yeah, it's you know it's what? all motherfucker. That's a bad decision. <laughs> We've been backed into that corner for exactly decades. That's, now. that's literally why I say and, like and like it's yeah. I mean, so it, there, it's like it's oh you've always there's been a the line enemy. that's about to be crossed yeah. where. So it's now no longer I'm leaving the country because of my, you know, I want to get freedom. Now it's like I, I, I'm no longer gainfully employed. I don't think it'll get that bad because there is InfoSec in Germany and they made a lot of these tools. Yeah, illegal. Yeah. Really? Illegal. Yes, and that's illegal. Th and, and, THC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like straight up. So Germany's weird like that, yeah. but they have chaos computer. Yeah. So, um, so there's a couple things that, to recognize with this. One, this is not something that needs to go in front of Congress. Congress already voted to have a concept of zero day trafficking, which is where all this originates. Zero day trafficking, selling zero day on the gray market. Uh, they've unless already, it's to your own government. Unless it's to your own government, which you're actually, we'll get to that. In order to get an export license, you have to disclose zero days to the NSA first. Yeah. That's, that's a genius saying. business model. So, so <laughs> there, there's something we've said. But, um, so the Wassenaar Agreement, it obviously has already been in there, but the idea of adding zero days, adding computer uh, 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 offense, if you will, hacking to, to it has already been there. All that we're talking about, I mean, so that's already passed. It's done. There's no talking to your congressman at this point, unless it's to repeal certain things. Um, what we're looking at here is how does it apply directly? What are the wording that, that is the enforcement? And we still have, what, 30, 40 days left on the formal comment period. Uh, if you have not submitted a formal comment, read the whole freaking thing. Read Wikipedia. Read a bunch of blogs. Get a good, solid, intelligent educated uh, uh, opinion on it and submit a fucking formal comment. Um, and then do whatever you say, hack the planet. 
No, there isn't that. You know what? Last month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and oh, so crap. we don't need to worry about backdoors in crypto. That's a fucking red herring. We need to worry about this. The yeah. the, the current language as proposed literally states. Oh, I say literally. Uh, the literal meaning is any and all access to a computer, like like unauthorized that allows you to do it. So anything within Kali, right? Anything that allows you to sniff packets on a network. Oh, fuck, that's Wireshark, you know. Fuck, that's uh, Kalea devices. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, right. And, and and it actually says anything that can be used to make that. Okay, is that a fucking computer? A compiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Is, is it GCC or I mean, is it a computer? My fingers. Holy I mean, like, shit. What does this mean? What? So yeah, Visual Basic is it, out it, the it's window. So, it's so broad. And and you can kind of look at Kyle Maxwell is very much, you know, he's like, hey, you know, seriously, it's not going to be that bad. I, I, everybody in InfoSec quotes Sun Tzu. You know, know the mind of your opposing commander. Victoria's situation is a product of your creative imagination. Don't worry about Sun Tzu. Worry about Klauswitz. Klauswitz said, don't worry about what your enemy intends to do. Worry about what your enemy can do. And I'm not worried about what the intent of the law is here. I'm looking at the frickin' lettering. Yeah. And at this point, you know, we have these national emergency uh, declarations that will never end. Uh, we're, we're um, you know, we have, we're trying to double the CFAA, uh, um, uh, you know, prison time. We're coming up on a hundred years <coughs> of being in a national emergency yeah. as it is. Well, yeah, but, but, but this was... A hundred like, years. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, this is, there are 15 national like, emergencies separate right now going on. This 15 separate ones. Yeah, this one. This one's for hacking. <laughs> Focus or yeah. no on this one. Yeah. We can't fight all wars today. Yeah. Uh, but Cyber now, enabled. But now we're putting export grade. Now this one again, you could use it in town. But what does export grade mean? If I if I if I'm a global company and I've got a SOC team that works overseas at night, they are my SOC team. We all speak English. I put in a wiki that you need to worry about this. Here's a copy of the script that I, I had. Um, does, is, is, am I now trafficking? You know, they, they do have an open source clause. If it is open source, so, you know, we talk about like Metasploit, so this hopefully would not affect that. I'm not reading that in what, what's going on right now, but apparently it's in there, so I need to dive in again. But apparently there's an open source clause that if it is open source, then this doesn't apply, right? So if it's open source, it nullifies the export grade. Because they already have the information. Because they already have the information. Um, but what if you're going to disclose it? Uh, what if you have the zero day on your computer, you're going to a conference to do it, or you've packaged up, you finally get yeah. that POC, and you go to a border, or you, you send an email or whatever, you know, something along those lines that you, do, you, you either physically leave or you bounce it through a relay in the interwebs that happens to be physically located outside your border. Um, that is now a violation of it. The ability, again, they could write, uh, I'm going off a rat above here and, and, and some other stuff, but... Um, uh, or, or Bob Graham, but um, the the highest potential uh, punishment for this would be a million dollars fine or twenty years in prison. And so I'll but, take both, please. Yeah, and, and th this is uh, and it, yeah, it might be it might be both. Though, but this again comes to the idea of discretionary, which literally just means arbitrary enforcement of laws. And so if you're playing the if you're playing the game, you're you're you know you get an expert letter, and you're you're giving up the NSA, you're, you're part of it, they'll protect you. They will absolutely protect you. You get to a point where you're on or you're uppity or what have you. Aaron Schwartz. They'll, they'll burn you, or at the very least, like Aaron Schwartz, they'll threaten to burn you, and they very well could. And so that's what we're at the point. It's no longer a rule of law. It's a rule of intimidation. You know, it's a rule of all these other things. So it's just, it's just one more added tool that's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, so you don't have uh, the sky's not falling, but that guy can make the sky fall over me if he so chooses. So, yeah, in short, don't worry about backdoors, worry about that. But if you have not submitted a, a formal uh, comment, everybody at this table, everybody at DHA, everybody listening to this podcast, both of you guys, thank you. Again, be educated. That, that's a big thing. And, and don't write a form letter. That, that's one yeah. thing they said. They, 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 they seem sincere. Let us know. And so we should tell them how we feel. This is one thing that they have it all right there and, and help you out. So Yeah, that's great. Uh, the group that I uh, spend a lot of time on, I'm not allowed to say anything political or whatnot. Sure. And yeah, no, uh, this, yeah. Handwritten letters yeah. uh, mean so much, uh, more than a phone call, more than anything else, mm-hmm. because they just don't get a lot of them. Yeah. And so For they, they really it's are. It's at least a thousand. Exactly. They, they really take them into account. So, yeah, write a handwritten letter. Well, in this sense, it, it is a, a the formal comment system. I think you can write a handwritten letter. They do have a, uh, uh, they do have one, but but there is a formal comment system. It, it, it's in, It's right there. Uh, well, I think it's actually on a, a DHA's meetup um, yeah. uh, comments, but you go through where the, the Wassenaar agreement does actually describe everything. You can submit a formal comment there. I think mm. that'd be just oh, fine. You said it's already in effect. So, so the Wassenaar agreement is already in effect. That 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 covers uh, weapons. That covers munitions, yeah. physical know. arms. Which, which crypto one. Classified yeah. crypto as a weapon. Yeah, so that's so, where we're talking about. So we're now we're talking about how there's export grade crypto. Now we're talking about export grade zero days, export grade yeah, hack shark. tools. Yeah, yeah. Right. The hack tools were not network, network. Yeah, network tools. Tool. This really. is IT tools. Fucking so, Kalea device. Yeah, literally. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but like can't. seriously, <coughs> Kalea on an ISP. Yeah. Uh, and, and for VoIP uh, with Kalea, it's literally PCAP files that you turn over. Yes. So, yes. I mean, that's technically... Uh, the, you know the difference for. between government and organized crime, right? <laughs> There's not the, much. Oh, the shitload of difference. One has a flag outside its office, <laughs> and the other is organized. Damn. <laughs> Damn. We've got jokes, folks! Yeah. So well, we had sound effects right now. So the yeah. Wild Star has been for a very long time. Uh, and the idea of zero days in some form or fashion attack has been in effect for, what, two, three years? Uh, but how it's to be applied directly, that's what we're talking about now. So, no, we can't pull back. Uh, the, and actually, some of the people that fought to have the zero days, that was the EFF, um, uh, ACLU, I think. But, uh, fought to have zero days? Fought to have zero days as ex- They were fighting, yeah, to, as, as exports. So... Part of the people that fight on behalf are the ones that push this. And they went to lawmakers and they went, wait, 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 we don't want you writing it in such a broad way. You need to be that. And they said, oh, we will. And there are, you can go read their, them coming out and saying, oh, no, these are the measured assurances. Don't worry. It's fine. And we come out. And sure enough, it's written the worst possible way. <laughs> you go read it. You just go read it. And you're like, what the fuck? And the EFF is like, what the fuck? And we're like, quit doing deals with the fucking devil. You know, you run that lamp and you ask for a million uh, bucks, you're not going to get money. Maybe someone just <laughs> got really drunk and said, I ah, just put my name on whatever. It's not me for once. Yeah. So I don't know how much we're going to have. Obviously, a lot of this will have export grade. I don't know 
what that's going to look like so far. But at, at this very little point, maybe we can take the edge off of it if we still want to fight for this. Yeah, that sounds good. So, so thanks for the. Uh, yep. Not mentioning this Aussie for once. I appreciate that. that. <laughs> no, I told you, I'm embracing Empire. Fuck it. No, that's awesome. I'm, I'm joining the right, one last Queen's right fan now. Yeah. One last thing to wrap it up, and hopefully, uh, this can be a. Uh, uh, you know, we do a lot of for politics. Sure. And it's really good. I like that a lot, and I, I think our two listeners appreciate it as well. Accounting, accounting. But to wrap it up on a, on a more technical side. Uh, how many of y'all have uh, seen the whole? Uh, God, my mind just went blank. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Iron uh, wasteland, your mind. I saw shit. Uh, exactly. Wow, wow. Fury Road. This is completely. Yeah, ridiculous. Fury Road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad Max. Beautiful. Uh, Ola. God, there we go. Yeah, what? Ola. Have y'all heard of the the whole Ola thing? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> no we're all familiar with, uh, well, like, uh, yeah, in, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all familiar with I these whole that. content. Run, 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 run. Hey, do you know anything about the Ola? The Ola. It's pretty much as bad as herpes, actually. Speaking of Ron, Mexico. yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> let me give you the rundown. The uh, rundown. You, you go to <laughs> the rundown. Ron Mexico. Uh, nice. <laughs> so you're on Netflix and you're enjoying, Currently. you know, your your content. Yeah. Well, you want to watch something that's on Netflix in the UK. What do you do? You use a VPN. Yeah. Well, people don't know how to VPN, right? No, and also, you don't want to have to pay for a VPN just yeah, to watch your, your Netflix or, or whatever, right? Yeah. So you want free shit. So what if someone just so That's happened we about to make a VPN that was a an ex- well that, that basically acted as an extension. You press a button in the corner of your browser. I mean, it's an installed application, right? right? But but it uses peer-to-peer technology to where you automatically are are, are able to watch. Automatically, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, like that. Yeah, automatch. Uh, to to be able to watch uh, content from the UK, right? Uh, you know, uh, in the US, using peer-to-peer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only the thing is, is like. It's not really peer-to-peer. Well, it's peer-to-peer in the sense of where your outbound connections being used by someone else's, yeah. uh, and that whole intent is for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that's the whole design, or for uh, you know Spotify, whatever the hell the content providers. Uh, problem is that same company also has another company that allows you to pay them to use all of that network. And you can just, oh, I want to be able to have these 20 people's outbound connections. And you can do whatever the fuck you want with them. And we're talking literally whatever the fuck you want with them. And so you pay like 20 bucks per gigabyte or something like that. It's kind of pricey. But uh, what you're getting is a literal botnet that's legit users to do whatever you want with. And not only that, the whole fucking thing is invulnerable. You could actually have it to where uh, you go to a web page, you click a button, and you can do remote code execution on the on any of the machines. Whoa. And the proof of concept, you click on a button, it opens up the calculator app on your computer. That's awesome. And so uh, there is a website that's like uh, uninstallola.com. Is that what it was? I can't remember. 
But but yeah, if you if it you is on the news page. Checks, yeah, Net Net had the audios, so uh, yeah, that's what it was. Audios, yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Run Mexico! <laughs> and so, yeah, you go to the website. It's got the POC right there, no and, and it even tells you like how Whether, fucked you are. Yeah. Because they because here's the thing is like they they do this talk and it's all released and then they they fix it to, they fix it by breaking the function for the the POC the vulnerability still there oh. the POC doesn't work and so it's kind of a cat and mouse to to make sure you know that it actually oh, was vulnerable. Fuck. But they explain. The whole entire thing on the page, and yeah, so, and, and you have to realize that this was highly recommended by people all over Reddit, yeah. all over the internet. Oh, don't trust Reddit with VPNs. They still like private internet access, <laughs> and PIA is a front for the fucking NSA. I'm not lying about that. That was the FBI. I, 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 oh, I, FBI followed, I followed uh, uh, Logic Lawyer's advice, and I went with a Panama-based. Did yeah. you? I, for for turn based uh, user friendly, you know, I go with CryptoStorm. Yeah. I went with uh, NordVPN. NordVPN here is good. There's actually if you go to privacytools.io, um, they have a list of uh, VPNs that are, are they look pretty the, legit. The thing I liked about NordVPN was, uh, I mean, it was a decent price. It was in Panama, and uh, they have exit nodes based on what you're trying to do. So they have actual video exit nodes. Okay, in, cool. In, uh, uh, UK, which is I just want to watch BBC. Yeah, player. That's yeah. Player. I'm, you know, I'm not doing any. So that's yeah, what you want to do. I would love yeah, to pay the, the the fee that every person pays for TV over there. But yeah, I, but I can't. You don't think make it, that's not, not an option. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, with, with I mean, so so PIA specifically. Uh, you go to the terms of service. So, so yeah. So you go to terms of service, and they're like, you cannot use our, our VPN for any of these kind of activities. Uh, and then their privacy policy says we don't keep locks. And I'm like, so how do you know if I'm doing those activities? You, I mean, I can understand them blocking, yeah. right? Yeah, you, know, you can block on you know layer three, layer four without keeping locks. That's cool. Um, but uh, uh, this it didn't it didn't make sense. I couldn't do it. So I, I clicked on their. Customer support got some nameless chat support. I mean, the site is very clean, very, very, you know, high functional. And I said, you know, I pointed this out, and he goes, well, we use proprietary methods. You go, well, shit, that's, A, that's closed source. Um, but B, proprietary methods, uh, okay, high level, technical concept. I don't need to know what your algorithm is, but how do you do this? And he goes, I'm going to have to refer you to our legal department. And I go, I did not ask a legal question. I asked a technical question. Here's our lawyer's number. You guys are a front company. Thank you. Uh, you go on Man, the, I'm going to get that number. So so go to RVPN, like a subreddit RVPN, uh, and if you speak anything bad about PIA, PIA man, that shit is wiped. Well, yeah, that's so because that the really? mods... Yeah, well, you have to realize Reddit is, is fucked. Has been for very well, long it, time. Well, it very much depends on the subreddit. No, 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 not the subreddit. Really? I'm talking about the whole fucking site, man. Hmm. You really need to like look into the changes that have been made over the years. Sure, the yeah, current I'm really CEO. starting to enjoy their new podcast. All right. <laughs> well, which actually uh, that whole concept came from Dig. Well, the whole fucking site. Yeah, did. yeah. But Dig Nation was the podcast, which it was very entertaining. But anyways, uh, the current CEO, I forget her name, but uh, for a very long time, uh, if you mentioned her husband's lawsuit, bam, shadow banned. Wow. It was happening left and right, dropping like flies, 
And then when it, I love this because it reminded me of the dig revolts. Uh, people who were on dig, if you remember, uh, the first one was with the HD DVD encryption uh, uh, key. Uh, they 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 banned it due to DMCA. I mean, they legally had to. And then a revolt occurred where it was all over the fucking site all day. And I'll never forget it because I was looking at that. I was like. Wow, this is powerful shit. This is literally a, a, a democratic revolt online. Yeah. Like this is yeah. amazing. And then dig text. <laughs> and, yeah. and and there was a dude who even got a tattoo. Yeah, you got a tattoo, man. Yeah. And so uh, they dig said, "Hey, we've listened. We get it. For Christ's sakes, we get it. Uh, Stop, if you want us to go down in flames." We'll fight this till the end, and they and they came, and then there was multiple revolts, and then the last one was all, everyone going to Reddit. Yeah. Reddit becomes powerful, and now you have this this CEO whose husband's doing all this shit, right? And there's shadow bans. Shadow bans are really awesome because you use the site, you're you're doing everything. It's just no one knows who the fuck that is. Like it's it's just you're a ghost. It's wow. shadow banning, uh, and they they claim it's mainly for spammers, which I believe, but. In those instances, there have been people that shadow ban that's literally only said things about yeah. uh, her husband. And there was recently a post about updates or, or suggestions that they were asking for the community input on. Mm -hmm. And there were so many people who were saying, how about y'all stop shadow banning people over talking about certain things? And people, and there was just like copy pasta of people talking about the husband. And it's all over. You'll see it in comments all throughout sure. the site. But the moderation corruption mm -hmm. has been exposed multiple times. It kind of goes away and comes back. Yeah. But the whole system of like upvotes and downvotes, yeah, mm -hmm. you need moderation. But at the same time, you will see instances like this mm -hmm. where all it takes is a few bad apples are the auto moderator bot holy fucking shit how stupid is that <laughs> one person has moderation control over half more than half probably 90 percent of all subreddits that motherfucker who owns that bot i i have wanted to fucking get into that account so bad over the past few Delete years every post <laughs> you could just you could just remove like so many things and and censor things and just have a field day, but yeah, that that's something that I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't even higher up than just the moderators because they've been doing sketchy shit over the past few years. Yeah. Look into it. It's not. I'm gonna go Alex Jones and say, <laughs> don't, don't listen to what I say. Go out and research well, it. Yeah, that's, that's true. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. adiosola.com and go and get an actual VPN. You cheap bastard! Yes, and they're really not expensive. So if if you if you if you go to I, I really like privacytools.io. Uh, it's one guy who started um, collating. He there is a subreddit where he takes your, your kind of. Um, but I spoke to him, had some things added on there as well, and had some things taken off. Um, but he's he's very open. But it, it is really an open. One-stop shop for privacy tools. Um, there's a lot of VPNs on there. There's a lot of uh, chat messaging, various different things that are very user-friendly. Uh, he has Nord uh, VPN on there. There's iVPN. He has CryptoStorm on there, and kind of gives kind of rundown of your, your your rates and things like that. But pick any one of those um, VPN, no log VPNs. Obviously, it's a trust issue. You could buy a VPS. There's still a trust issue on that because yeah. it's in cloud. Uh, spawn your own VPN. Encrypted, but, but the technical the level goes so higher and higher. Yeah, exactly. and, and you use multiples. You use 
a VPN with, like, NordVPN has the instructions on exactly how to use it with Tor. Right, yeah. So you're, yeah. now you're doing yeah. multi-feeding. Yeah. Well, so, but so we're talking about, like, an alternative for yeah. Ola. I mean, that was something that yeah. you literally download a file, you click a button, uh -huh. and you now get a watch. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's got a purpose because of right. the blockades, right? Content blockades yeah. all around the world. And, and honestly, it's an honest business model. Right, it if, is. If you accept yeah. the user agreement, that's an honest business model. Yep. I mean, you know, we all know about SentiPad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's literally, it, that's pretty much almost as bad as that. Yeah. Uh, to I think don't know. that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was sent iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a South Park episode <laughs> oh, okay, where if you okay. accepted the iTunes right. uh, terms of service, you I were now the human sent iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm so oh. sorry, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> I need to catch up on my South Park. Fuck. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so there needs to be a viable alternative for that. That not just. See, the beauty is just using it for what you need to use it for. Like, uh, I don't really give a shit about the logs and stuff if I'm just watching Netflix, right. per se, right? Because that's not my threat model. Yeah, but there are, there are other real VPNs oh, right. I get that. that you can have in node uh, uh, selection. But yeah. but the beauty is if you can support those that don't keep logs, that don't right, keep right, it, yeah, you're then right. you obfuscate others. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying for the, the, the narrative, uh, the, the the bad guys, mm -hmm. but um, you are also supporting the people who don't have freedom of speech, right? Who are uh, the whistleblowers, yep. because you're automatically obfuscating everything they do with what you do. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you if you look at the uh, the term service for CryptoStorm, for instance, uh, it very much says, "Hey, uh, don't use our services to access these kind of materials, to do these kind of things, to do these kind of things." And then it goes down at the bottom and says. But we don't keep logs, so we honestly wouldn't be able to tell if you did it. There are other ways to do that outside of keeping logs from this. Uh, yeah, like we, their providers. Yeah, yeah. Like, that we have nothing to do with. But honestly, in the end, don't be a freaking jerk. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy. You know, and so, so. If only exit <coughs> node operators could be so lucky. Oh, no. That's a, well, does anybody have any comments on the... Uh, no, the hidden services thing. The hidden services Okay, thing. well, yeah. I, I said I've been thinking about that, right? Uh, so the whole, whole concept was... Uh, Hidden services could be more vulnerable than actually using exit nodes because and, and uh, de-anonymization specifically, right, right, exactly. of the user of the visitor, right, and Which on a, on a, right, right, yeah, yeah, especially hidden yeah. services because this yeah. whole fucking point is has been you to where have to leave the yeah. the, 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 tour, yeah. the tour network. Uh, there's, I, you know, I, I I didn't think about like how to fix this at all. I was like, oh fuck, I, there's an opportunity here. Um, that's my whole thing. We never do. It's how do we fuck it? Yeah, yeah. how do we break it? Wait, wait, you mean I can actually contribute? I can build something? So I can't. Oh my god! What, what's what's the abbreviation for those nodes? It starts with an H. It's like uh, two. Wait, no, no. Oh, yeah, whatever they, whatever. It's like uh, the node that talks. It's the last node before you get to the uh, it's, it's to the, the end service, kind of right? Thing, yeah. It's the end of the tunnel there. Uh, those have special powers, if you will, right? Uh, and yeah, explain this like I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> with this vulnerability, uh, you can theoretically, with enough uh, 
Compu com computers, basically, if you had a big enough VPS budget, which, you know, which no one... The, the, the examples they gave, it was almost nothing. Well, for a day, though, it was like it was like 60-something dollars for, what, what, I don't remember. $60, I, I mean, how, how big of an adversary do you have to have? Well, well, yeah, I'm. I tend to warrant that kind of. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, scratch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo. The NSA could totally pull this off. Um, uh, <coughs> a medium-sized corporation I, I could just do this. I bought a thousand dollars worth of audio. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Podcast, man. Yeah. I can pull this off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazon has specific contracts with the government. They give discounts. That, okay. Right. So there's a lot of. It wouldn't take much. much for a single individual. It could get very costly to do this over a long period of time, unless you have a you know a chunk of your salary that you're willing to hand over towards so this. Pull our resources and start a hacker space. Yeah. <laughs> I wish this thing was on. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you. But uh, the the idea I was having with this is that uh, those nodes are able to see the actual hidden services, right? Yeah. Uh, even with the vulner vulnerability fix, I don't know, okay, I, my mic's about to drop off. Even with the, the uh, vulnerability fix, they're still there. They're seeing these onion addresses. They're seeing those endpoints. Uh, like, you could spin up a hidden service and it's not a part of any kind of public directory by default, like it's just right. there. If you go and put it to one of the thousand hidden wikis that exist now or into Toogle or whatever, or Torgle or whatever they call it, um, mm -hmm. it'll be indexed. It's something people can yeah, access. Spiderpunk has, has already crawled all the linked. Uh, right, right. right. There's like, what, 4,000? Yeah, and there's probably uh, a lot more than that. I mean, thousands more because right. A lot of these applications that are being made, they'll they'll use a hidden service, but you're actually just using it to communicate between two applications. Right. You're not actually it's not publicly known, but these endpoints can know those. Right. So if you just can can have some of these nodes that know that, you can start uh, finding yeah. hidden hidden services, yeah. and there could be some really interesting shit, like really really interesting shit that can be done with that but I was thinking of in a uh, for once a more of a blue team perspective of having <laughs> all right like, this is probably one of five things I've ever thought of in that perspective. you'll snap out of it uh, <laughs> uh, just start making a bunch of hidden services that you've never done anything with and just log because if you start seeing traffic mm -hmm. then it's compromised nodes that are then right. You know, so hidden hidden honeypots. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that you never yeah. ever disclose. Uh, you'd never be win. able to see compromise. That, that's something we can do tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I was thinking. Shit. Let's do that. And and the I think Seriously. where the tour part uh, the tour project can benefit by doing exactly that. Oh man. To find nodes that are uh, you oh, know yeah. that no, we can immediately raise flags. Of we can, you yeah. can run that off a home server. I mean, you're not hosting, yeah. you're not hosting anything. You're not hosting anything. Yeah. And it, you should not expect any traffic. If you expect Cat, traffic, then... Yes, you are hosting something. Cat pictures. Cat pictures. Yeah. And not pussy. So. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, sure. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. That's a great idea. And right. that's that's all, I think. Oh, and, and one last thing, since Logix works here, why don't you tell us a little bit about Monday? Yes. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Why don't we edit this segment? Yeah, I think we got it on here. Just hold it in front of you, dude. 
Mike. All right. So um, Monday is the lab's annual meeting. Uh, it's where we do elections for leadership. Uh, we've got a lot of announcements going on. Uh, Lab.ms is uh, a hackerspace in the North Dallas suburbs. Um, we are uh, really focused on like adult education. Uh, we've got several events and projects in the works. Things like uh, uh, Slingfest. Slingfest. Yes. The pumpkin chunking uh, trebuchet. Trebuchet. Uh, that's probably trademark. So. Uh, it's a, a trebuchet event. Toss uh, <laughs> uh, shit real far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we've got projects around Dark. electronics, around uh, penetration testing. Uh, so beer dudes, brewing. Beer brewing. Uh, uh, Scratch programming, Arduino programming. Uh, Knock uh, it out, Rex. Uh, Arduino programming, wearable lights. Oh yeah, wearable. Uh, what do you use? Wearable t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Well, Arduino programming. T-shirts uh, are wearable. No, no. Yeah. Wearable, <laughs> wearable, <laughs> wearable electronics. Wearable electronics. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Expose your memory, so we don't know what you really mean by wearable. Yeah. No. So, and, and, uh, and anyway. the big thing now is we're looking to get a. An actual physical space. space. Yeah, uh, physical space is coming like uh, within this month. Oh, we'll be man. moving in. Damn. We yeah, need some Wi-Fi. Wait, and so, and so that lifetime membership thing, you have yeah. one last opportunity. Yeah, exactly. So go to lab.ms, uh, click on the donate link, and uh, or the sign up as a member link. Uh, if you sign up as a member, uh, before we uh, sign a, a lease, uh, for the physical space, then uh, you become a plank owner. Uh, membership rates are locked in. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lifetime membership option that's only available for a very limited time. How much is that one? Uh, it's five years, so it, it's a thousand dollars. Okay. And uh, anyone who signs up as an annual member before we shut that off uh, can upgrade for you know the difference of the price. Sure. So it, and since I don't live here, I've been waiting right before, like this exact yeah, moment. I told him that. Yeah, yeah, I was oh, like, yeah, we've got yeah, well over Friday's my 200 lurkers <laughs> uh, sure. and less than 100 members. So, yeah, yeah lurkers, get on board. Yeah. Well, I, I, so if I pay for this, right, uh, <laughs> can, I, can I pay for it in a manner that where it's under Make my money. handle? Uh, you can. You can you not at the moment. Uh, I mean... Easily, but uh, we'll see if we can make that happen okay. real quick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple <laughs> of different requests for payment methods tonight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and as treasurer, I can probably make that happen. <laughs> yeah, get through Bitcoin. You know a guy. Yeah. Do, do bitcoins. <laughs> I don't have. I just have one bitcoin. That's not enough for just one. Bitcoin. I want to buy that lifetime, man. Do so. Yeah. No, do so. Definitely. Awesome. Well, All thanks, right. man. And. Right. Uh, so we had a great podcast, and uh, well, you know, you know your, the uh, yeah, Tinker. No, it's time for us to right. so <coughs> sign off. Yeah. <coughs> well, that's great. It starts with an earthquake, bird, snake, an aeroplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. <laughs>
Well, I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Churn, roll, surge his own knees. Dummy, serve your own knees. Feeding off an ox feet. Grunt, no strength. The ladder shut to cloud of wit. Fear, fight down height. Wire to fire, representing semi games and the government for hire at a combat site. Left or west, coming in a hurry with the furies breathing down your neck. And a team by team reporter, seven drop. Look at that low playing. Fine. And then up, oh, overflow. Population, common food, but it will do. Save yourself, serve yourself. World service, own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Dummy in the reverie, in the reverie, in the right. Right, you patriotic patriotic stand fight. Bright light feeling. Pretty. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. Another DHAs in the can. Oh yeah.